July 15th, 2011. You're listening okay. to 8.5-Bit, episode 21. I'm your host, and with me tonight, I have Errol Reed. What's up? What's up, gangster? What's up? I just yeah. realized that 21, we're legal in all states now. Yeah. I didn't think podcasts were illegal anywhere. Might be, but not within America or Canada or any first world country, most likely. I still don't think we're le- uh, legal in like Serbia or Libya. Possibly, I don't know. I don't think anything's legal in Libya at this point, aside from the ownership of an AK-47 and possibly an RPG. That's racist. GDVR. What's up? What's up? What's up, gangsta? Uh, uh, Ian, Maddie. The doctor is in, and I'll be taking your calls all hour long. If you have a relationship problem, a funny-looking cyst, or you just don't know what to do about that annoying little sister, call in, and I got your answers here. Don't actually call in. Yeah, please don't actually call in, because there's no number to call. Our lines are open and ready to receive your calls. 555-1212. Call today. Yeah. Yeah. So. No charge. How's it going, guys? I'm doing all right. What's new? What's Are you a qualified doctor? I don't think so. I'm a doctor and a pharmacist. (laughs) Trust me. I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor, but I do play one on TV. I am a doctor, and I don't play one on TV. TV is overrated um, and will rot your brain. Drink plenty. Okay, then. <laughs> so, okay. what's new? What's new? Eh. 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 You know, same old, same old. People moving. Things are happening. Eh. Worlds are colliding. You're colliding. Damn right I'm colliding. Errol, are you <laughs> suffering from swamp ass? I am not suffering from swamp ass, surprisingly enough. Are you sure? It's the silent killer. I'm suffering from mud butt. <laughs> Have you guys seen that? The the, swamp, the, the, the public service announcement from uh, Nathan Fillion? Nope. No, no, yes. I haven't. Yes, I have. It's awesome. Yeah. Swamp yeah. ass, the silent tragedy that strikes each summer. Tell us about swamp ass, Ian. I, you know, Swamp Pass is when you're sitting on the couch in the middle of a gaming session and your ass just starts to sweat. Don't let it happen to you. Care if you are a subject to the tragedy that is Swamp Pass, make sure, now this is very important, make sure you have a hair dryer with you. It will not only save your personal life, your gaming life, it will save your life. You see, I generally have found a, a pretty surefire way of avoiding swamp ass. And it's brilliant. You want to hear it? Antiperspirant hey, sure. on your butt crack. No, 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 no. That's okay. a good what is When you're gaming, you have like, you know, like a, like a box An adult fan. diaper. No, not an adult diaper. That would work, though. No, but then you, you just get a different type of swamp ass. No, it's um. A roll of paper, a roll of paper, uh, paper towel shoved down your pants. 
<laughs> no, that no, actually. Though. Like I said, box fans set up like right in your area so that there's constantly a cool, you know, a nice breeze blowing towards you and game and, and naked. You're sitting, and you're sitting on a milk crate so the wind goes underneath you and you don't have to worry about cleanup afterwards. That would probably actually work as well. That would also work, but that's not my uh, solution. See, this is why I'm a doctor and you're not. Yeah. Anyway. But anyway, basically, you know, <laughs> game is like you were building a computer naked. No, that's just bad because then you get swamp ass and you, you, you fry yourself. Don't do that at home, kids. Uh-huh. Yes, don't do that at home. Especially if you're kids. We don't want to condone naked children. <laughs> I don't like care if kids are members. naked. That's a pedophilia. Yes. So, what you guys been up to? Anything new and exciting? I beat The Witcher. The Witcher. The Witcher. Yay. So, I guess we're jumping into what we've been playing then. Tell us what yeah. The Witcher. The Witcher is a Polish RPG. Polish. Yeah, Polish. 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 Yes, made by a CD Projekt Red. There, it's actually um. Yeah, it's actually pretty uh, pretty legendary. It's older, though. I mean, it came out in... Oh, 2007. 2007, thank you. I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, actually, I think it did come out actually in 2007 or 2008. Because I remember I was and working... That is the... why I am a doctor. <laughs> you can trust me. Anyways. Um, the, you know, the, co- the combat's a little different than most um, RPGs. It's um, kind of it used the uh, the Infinity Engine. It was like one of the last games to use the Neverwinter Nights engine. So, you know, slightly dated, but good storytelling. Nice combat once you got used to the different style because it's like combos, and you had there was your Steel Sword, which you used against like people and regular, you know, regular opponents, and then your Silver Sword that you picked up uh, about the second chapter. And that's where you get um, dealing with monsters and wraiths and stuff like that. And then there's three different fighting styles within each weapon. You have your strong style, your fast style, and your group style. So depending on who you're fighting or if you're fighting a group of opponents, you choose your style and your weapon accordingly. And it's more of like a combo thing. So you press it, you, you, you know, click to attack, and it starts going through emotions. And then you have to wait till the attack cursor turns, um, like I guess, flaming as like a flaming sword. Then you click again, and then it goes into the second round of the combo, and then you do it again until, you know, and as you level up your skills, you get up to about um, five or six attacks in a combo, depending on... So maybe I wasn't paying attention. What's this game about? <laughs> You're a maybe monster it's hunter. about uh, flaming swords and making combos. Flaming, and is he flamboyant? It's like you hit the button, it goes flaming. It's like, uh, that shirt and those shoes? That's your No, universe. actually. And you no, hit again? He's he uh, like... Uh, that was so last season. <laughs> no, Matt, this guy is like one of the most, uh, the game portrays him as like this, com- okay, have you, you guys know about, um, oh, what's that, Australian? Uh, crap. Yes. Yes. The no, game review thing. I have no idea. I have no idea what you're talking he about. He has like a video podcast where it has, um, shit. I know who you're <laughs> talking about now. <laughs> it's uh, Come on. Shit. On that, yeah, he does those stuff. Yeah, and he does the stuff with those things. No, he doesn't have the things. Zero punctuation. And what's the guy's name? 
fuck have I know? I don't think that guy's Australian, is he? I thought he was like yeah. British. Okay, he's a Brit who lives in Australia. No, he is Australian. Well, he lives in Australia anyways. Okay. <laughs> and basically, yeah, he's like the uh, Geralt of Rivia, the main character who you portray, is basically a chauvinistic baller. Like, you, you bang like so many broads in this game, it's not even funny. Why would it be funny? Well, yeah, I think if you're, you're, you're technically, as you put it, banging a lot of broads, which is yeah, rather insensitive to our female listener. I'm sure we might have one, um, which we've just <laughs> offended, and now she's turned off the, the podcast. Good um, job, Ariel. <laughs> hey, that's what I do. Yeah, that, yeah, I'm pretty sure that is what you do. <laughs> I'm insensitive. I lack sensitivity. All right, so continue with your review here. Uh, tell us what The Witcher's about. <laughs> well, as it starts off, the very beginning, you are running through a forest, and you get knocked unconscious. You wake up. You're with another group of witchers in this little fortress. Wait, that wait, they wait, have. wait, wait, wait. What's a witcher? A monster hunter. They are essentially mutants. They mm-hmm. are sti- yes mutants. They undergo a series of mutations through magic and you know and alchemy and stuff. So they're stronger, faster, um, infertile. So basically, witchers get um, you know they're not born; they're made. Usually, from um, you know orphans get given to witchers to raise at to be another witcher, and. Um, at the beginning, you, the fortress that you're kind of recuperating in is attacked, but you know you don't remember really anything. You've lost your memory aside from like the past week, and you know the these enemies they steal your like what they call the Witcher secrets, which is a group a bunch of scrolls that detail all the different um, how to make the mutagens and all the different alchemical stuff, and you're just trying to get it back at first. Then of course it gets into political intrigue and. Yeah, and into like you at one point you have to decide between on which there's um essentially not a full civil war, but there's the um the order of the flaming rose. This game sounds gayer and gayer every single time you talk. <laughs> yeah, it's only the flaming sword and the attack thing and the flaming rose. There's the only two flaming aspects of it. <laughs> flaming. I forgot about the main character. It's pretty flaming. He, no, has, he has silken hair, like that of a Chinese man. He has white hair. <laughs> he was he went his hair was turned white by one that's a result of the mutations. It How looks silken. Like that eh. of a Chinese man. Are you look are you looking at Witcher one or two? Doesn't matter. They're both still pretty silken. Like, a Chinese man. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you realize each, each week I was trying to get say, to this point. <laughs> you know what? I, I was going to call the racism card, but um, uh, old Chinese men have very silken hair. That's a that's a like pretty a Chinese uh, man. <laughs> that's a pretty broad generalization. They do. What about the bald ones? Huh? Well, they when they did have hair, I bet it was silken. Like Down that of Chinese bands. Is it really racist if you're compliment you're making a generalization which would be a compliment to a race? Yes. Wouldn't that be more stereotyping? I don't know. 
So isn't like racism, you know, negative connotations? Not necessarily. Anything can be taken as a negative connotation. Jews you know, are at negative connotation. Like saying like, Jews are great at making money. Exactly. Or black people can really run fast. Yeah. Racism is the belief. There are inherent differences in people's traits and capacities that are entirely due to their race. You just dictionary.com that, didn't you? No, Wikipedia. Wikipedia? Oh. Dictionary.com is so last week. Yes. Continue, Errol. <laughs> Basically, at one point, you have to choose between staying neutral, siding with the Order, or siding with the Scoia'tael, which are a group of non-human rebels, so elves and dwarves and gnomes and such. Can you side with the monsters? No, you're a monster slayer. That's racist. I don't think he really cares. <laughs> well, that's racist. It's more genocide. Or... Well, no, it's not... It, if it was one specific type of monster, then yes, it would be genocide. But it's just monsters in general. So, downer, or drowners, drowned dad, ghouls, all ghouls, you know, alps, vampires, various, you know, hellhounds. Yeah, take your pick. There's a, there's a veritable cornucopia of monsters to choose from. I'm sure there is. So, good, bad. Oh, excellent. Excellent, yeah. Yes, yeah, it's on Steam. They have the um, uh, uh, the enhanced director's cut version on Steam. It's relatively cheap. I got a deal on it a while back. Now I've started um, Witcher 2, which came out just this year. It looks phenomenal. His silken hair looks even more silken than before. Like that of a Chinese man. Yes, like that of... <laughs> like, like, like the guy from... Um, like Hulk Hogan. Or, because Hulk Hogan is not Chinese. He has the hair of a Chinese man. Maybe Hulk Hogan was yes. Chinese, but it was changed into a white hulking mass of a man through alchemy and magic. Or just massive amounts of steroids. Which oh, is why he has the skin of a hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's just the fake and bake. Alright, so what else have you been playing? Um, I've been... Piecemealing my way through uh, Half Life Two, and uh, I uh, picked up for ten bucks um, last week. Kane and Lynch Two. You play it yet? I did. I, I did a run through. Man, that oh, mission. Where you're, <laughs> yeah. Seriously, man, that mi- that that one mission where you know that's a lot of nakedness. Running through the streets of, of Shanghai. So, uh, how easy did you find it to masturbate to? <laughs> Exceedingly difficult. Okay, just checking. Excruciatingly painful. Okay, just checking. No, no need to get defensive. I'm not being just, defensive. I'm just making hiding something. Perfect. I'm just you know making things perfectly clear. All right. You know, it should never be you know difficult or painful to do that. You know, if it's painful, then you're doing something wrong. Not so much of a physical pain, but uh, an emotional pain. It's like I can't believe I'm doing this. Masturbating to it? <laughs> you heard it here first, people. <laughs> Let me ask you, Stephen. How hard did you find it to masturbate to? Oh, I found it easy. That's what troubles me. <laughs> you heard it here first, people. Stephen Lamb, 
really got it, off on that level. It was exceedingly easy. <laughs> oh. Well, it doesn't take a lot for you to get to get you going and at all in the first place, so you know, yeah. Just just really you, you really just gotta touch it really and it's good to go. So right. the more you know. Anyways. Don't even have to touch what else have you been playing? Um also on the same day I picked up a Lost Planet two. I played through the first mission on that. Um that game's not that good yesterday. Yeah, it, they were both like ten bucks a piece new, so I'm like, you know what? I can risk it. Yeah, I have Lost Planet two. I played through a couple of uh, missions of that. It's like, yeah, I'm not finishing this. <laughs> I was meant to play it. I enjoyed the first one somewhat, but never really got in. Never so spent six the- hours hunting worms or whatever. <laughs> no, I didn't spend that much time. I spent the first time uh, level. That was uh, took me a long goddamn time to get through that. Killed the goddamn beast, and then you know moved on a little bit, and all of a sudden it comes back, and it's like, what the fuck? Yeah, there's more than one. Yeah, I, I killed that one too. Yeah. back. It was annoying. I, I remember it's just some boss that I couldn't beat in the first one, so I just quit. <laughs> yeah. Yep. That game was definitely um, over over overpowered. Like, you know, what they based it on, you know? What they based your character on compared to what you were fighting. Yeah, it was a difficult game. Yes, yes, it was. What else are you been playing? Mm, that's uh, about it, actually. I know, that's, right. that's probably like a record for you, you know? <laughs> one game. <laughs> At least one game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. It's like, you know, because most of the time, I haven't been playing nothing. Well, man, like the last couple months, I haven't really been playing anything because I've, you know, I was in school. So, you know, I had to really focus my attentions elsewhere because I only had like two hours a day personal time. And so I'd spend that studying. Aside from the two hours a week that I gave myself to watch 13 and Game of Thrones. Why are you watching 13? That was a horrible game. But the movie was okay, and the show's actually pretty good. Yeah, but the game, it wasn't that great. It was like, you know... The game was fun. It was meh at best. (laughs) Meh at best? Well, I think your opinion is meh. Oh, you're just jealous. Why would I be jealous of you, Ian? Hey, because you know why. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Actually, think, you, I, I I don't. think you do. I think you do. No, I don't. <laughs> I am completely. I am completely oblivious to your inept attempt at uh, you know, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. It's not, I'm not trying to make an attempt at it. I'm just saying. No, for the for the listeners, explain why I should be jealous of you. Why I should be envious? What is there not to be envious about? You're old. I'm married. I have a kid on the way. Got a, I bought myself a house. I own my own car. Okay, so you're two out of four. You bought yourself a house and you have a car. Yep. Have myself a wife. That that that's not points in your favor there, Ian. And neither is a kid on the way. <laughs> Both of them are. You know, because as soon as I have a kid out you know, here, that's just starting my world empire. 
Yeah, and then you also realize that as soon as that thing pops out of your wife's stomach, you're going to have no time to game. Well, see, that's the, that's the, the thing. You know, everybody says, you know, I don't have time to game, I don't have time to game, point in case yourself. However, I'm always gaming. I always find time. Yeah, you know, when you have a kid, you're not going to really have any time to game. Oh, yeah, I will. <laughs> we'll see, Ian. We'll see. Uh, we'll and see, I do yeah. game. I just that I generally play one game at a time. You know, yeah, it'd I don't... be interesting. I mean, I think uh, I still will have that time to game, uh, and it'll be just it'll be it'll be different to say the least. Yes, I don't I don't um, I don't deny that or or suspect it won't be. But I, I'm pretty sure I'll still be out gaming you on a regular basis. I think we should bet on this. Okay. Yes. So, how much you putting up, Errol? Twenty seems to be the going rate with the with bets. I'm not sure how we can monitor this, though. So. Yeah, it, it, this is something where it's you know it's because we can't just take his word. We can construct a series of pie graphs reflecting the times. <laughs> no, we then using standard deviation. Well, we, or, or better yet, we can make a pie graph soliciting our favorite bars and a bar graph showing our pa- favorite pies. Yeah, that has nothing to do about the amount of gaming Ian does. I say... <laughs> it's still it's, it's a great experiment. I say we track the amount of time he plays within the next month. And after the child is born, track the amount of time he plays within a single month there as well. Yeah, but how are we going to track it? How are we honestly going to track it? Whenever he plays games, he starts a counter. Well, what you can also do is you can take a look at my current trophy count and then base it on that. Uh, like that, my current that that's, more based on the, uh, that's more based on the games you're playing, though. Well, yeah, true. you can, I mean, you can yeah. play like E-Led, and next thing you know, you have like 50 trophies in a matter of hours. Yeah, exactly. That is true. But I mean, at the same time, I mean, that's a matter of hours. Again, you know, you got to look at that. You could look at my trophy count right now because it listed by the trophy, the dates that I get the trophies in the games that I've played. Now, if I just play one game throughout month, like for example, the Sly Cooper collection, uh, you can you go through the first three games of that, and you you got yourself an easy hundred plus trophies out of that. Easy. Now, if you look at the games that you know, you look at that. It's only one game, though. I say we just a uh, just a hard number of time you play. Yeah, like not yeah, because I mean, tro- gauging by number of trophies doesn't really mean anything if you're paying, playing a really easy game and you can get them all done at once. I mean, it's we're talking just by raw numbers. See, we take your times, your original time, then we take your mm-hmm. extra, your additional, your after prodigy time, and. <laughs> Depending on the percentage gained or lost, we decide whether or not you won or lost. <laughs> worth, uh, you know, I don't have any uh, problem with skewing this in any fashion. In other words, I don't have any. Sorry, I don't have any intention of skewing this in any fashion. I think it'd be an interesting thing to see. Yes, I do as well. So we'll put that on the back burner until you have your child, or until we decide what we're doing, and Sounds you guys good. can uh, bet on that. <laughs> does your All new right. place have? A, does your new place have a lawn? Like you have to mow it? Nope. Okay, just making sure. Nope, it's pretty awesome. Got a full backyard, nice big patio, um, a no maintenance backyard with a shed. And, oh, okay. Uh, yep. No. Just, uh, just figuring that was going to take more time. Mm, mm. 
That, I was smart in that regard. Is everyone eating something right now? No, no. I'm not eating anything right now. Were you eating something at all? Previously, yes, I was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> just just checking, because I'm pretty sure you were. Okay. I was, yeah, but I'm not. JD, what you been playing? Um, Nothing much. Just went back to Shadows of the Damned, or Dawn, or whatever. Um, I'm about to finish it in the first run. I'm pro- probably going to platinum it in the next couple of days, as long as I play it twice more. <laughs> just because it doesn't, uh, even if you play it on the hardest difficulty, it doesn't stack. Uh, so you don't get the easy trophy as well and the, and the medium difficulty level which sucks but uh, oh well it's not a hard game at all um, pretty straightforward go through the whole game and you get whatever trophies and then you just go back in and just clean up you know kill this many enemies using this gun or this gun and yeah so I think I talked about it earlier in an earlier podcast so not really going to go into details of the game or, or anything okay anything else? Yeah. Uh, no Game. Um, let's Your see. tremendous list of like fifteen games, probably. Uh, not so much. I, I, I do have a, a bit of a game, a bit of a list. Yes, not a tremendous list. No, it's um, only eighteen. I mean, that's just. You know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> My niece just stormed in, blasting. Rebecca Black on my brother's iPod. Or is that <laughs> Friday song? Oh no, my brother's iPhone. Is that the Friday song she's blasting? <laughs> yeah, that's the Friday song. Uh, is it the original or is it the <laughs> or is it the remix with Fuck the Police? <laughs> yeah, is it fairly the remix is actually not that bad. I haven't heard any of them personally. You should listen to the one that's uh, remixed with Ice, uh, with Ice Cube. What, Friday what? versus Fuck the Police. <laughs> Sounds Fri- awesome. Wow, that's um, that's an interesting mashup. It's great. It's great. So what you playing, Ian? Well, let's see. Started my week off um, with Infamous Two. Uh, and have recently completed that. Um, both the both sides uh, got a platinum on it. That's my. Uh, for those that are keeping track, um, platinum number twenty. The big two zero. Pretty sure no one here is keeping track for you. Yeah, no, no, I'm no pretty one. sure they're not. I mean, uh, <laughs> and I, I outpaced all of you uh, lackluster trophy gatherers a long time ago. That's I have zero people. platinums. Yeah, yeah I have like five or something. Just I recently. have zero, and I don't plan to ever get one unless I get one of what actually, you know, trying to get one. The yeah. only game that I possibly could have platinumed was Assassin's Creed 2, except I got it for 360. <laughs> wah, wah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for being the downer, Errol. Now the whole podcast is going at a good clip, and now it's just all, uh, 360. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Um, so yeah, like I say, uh, so I've gone through both uh, sides of the like the the story, both the good and evil. Um, the two endings, I, unlike the first assass- or infamous rather, uh, where the ending endings both they lead into the next game very very you know e- very smoothly into the second one, regardless of whether you know good or evil. Um, 
you know, it it just leads up, you know, his attitude going in is a bit different and uh and like the end of uh, Infamous 2 is very definitive. Um only one of the two endings there could possibly be a sequel for, or like a third one leading off of because the other one what everyone dies. Well, I'm not going to say. And that's something that, you know, I, I don't want it to spoil anything on, but it's very definitive. And that's just what I'll stay on it in that regard on the air right now, because in the game still, it's been less than a month that it's been out. A few weeks, actually, I'm pretty sure. But um, it's, the the two endings, like, they are very vastly different, and it's quite interesting, the, the two endings. Okay. Uh, uh, fairly simple platinum for those who are that are considering going after it. Um, the aspect that they ni- they changed nicely. If you for those who have played the first one, there's the blast shards that are scattered throughout the city, um, and then there's also the side missions to take over and suppress enemy activity in the given areas. When you complete all of the uh, suppression um, for all the areas, there's a total of sixty of those missions throughout it. Um, then what opens up is you get the ability to for uh, blast shards when you sense it, when you do the little scan for the blast shards, the most uh, the closest one stays on your map, so you it will basically guide you wherever it is on the map straight to it. So it's a lot easier to be able to collect uh, all the blast shards for the trophy for that. So I mean, for in that regard, I mean it was a vast improvement. Um, the powers. Uh, are very well done. Uh, it's really quite interesting in that the the way they split the two sides up. Uh, one's you know, fire, one's ice based. Uh, fire for negative karma, ice for the good karma. Have to say the the ice chick is considerably hotter than the fire chick. Um, but yeah, excellent game, good storyline. Um, the the. The climbing in that it's is a lot better. The targeting when I first picked it up still fe- felt a bit loose and uh, a bit janky uh, from inf- like just from Infamous One. But you know, after playing it for a little bit, it comes natural and it it just feels right. I and mean, there was no problems, serious problems with it. Uh, well, like I say, an easy platinum on that one. Um, you basically have to play through. You know, generally play through it twice uh, because it, or you know through. Uh, creative saves you can most likely play through it maybe one once because um, essentially all you need what you need to do is be able to unlock uh, full good karma and full negative karma which would take probably be the most time consuming if you were to do it through uh, creative saves as you go along but um, very good very good game I definitely recommend it to anyone out there looking for some time to kill um well worth the play th- playthrough and the time. And that and with the uh, the mission editor, as we've talked in the past, it's very robust and um, a lot of fun to mess around with. But so that's what I have to say about Infamous Two. Okay, what else you been playing? Um, also, I was playing um, Luminous for the PSP. That's uh, an old old game. But a, a good one, basically a puzzle type Tetris match four blocks uh, disappear. A lot of fun, good little game. Um, what else? Uh, 
Started playing uh, Parasite Eve, or sorry, the third birthday. Third birthday? How are you liking it so far? Uh, I've only just start, picked it up uh, this evening uh, before we started uh, casting here. And uh, was just going through mainly the tutorial section. Yeah. Uh, like the first few battles. And so far, it seems pretty decent. Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I mean, it's completely different from the first two. Like, that's, you know. Yeah, but, yeah. With the with each, the, of the each of the three games have been completely different from each other because the first one was like you know um, active time, uh, sort of you know Final Fantasy esque, except that during combat you could actually move around and actively dodge, but you still had that active time meter that you had to that had to charge before you could act. The second one was pretty much like um, Resident Evil esque. No, no, the second one was a lot like the first. It was a bit more improved. Uh, they had a lot more powers it, it, that you had it access was, it, to. It wasn't top down. It was base. It was basically like set camera. Yeah, they both were, weren't they? The first one oh, and the second. No, the first, the first one was top, like top down almost, or it may have been set camera, but it was from like a such a far back vantage point that it was like, a, like I said, it was like a Final Fantasy. Whereas the second one was more like, a, you know, like the the original Resident Evil. I haven't played the first one in, in years, so I can't really comment on that, but I think you may be mistaken on that. Not. I can't say for certain, but... I, man, I've, I've, I've have the first one on my PSP, because I got the PlayStation 1 Classics, and I'm just waiting for the second one to come out, because I like that game. I played it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, whichever. Um, but, yeah... <laughs> Enjoyed that a lot so far. Uh, like I say, I haven't played too much on it yet, so I'm hesitant to give my uh, decision on it at the moment. Um, let's see. And I also played through um, the Mag- Magic the Gathering 2012, uh, the DLC title one, the second one. A lot more magic. Good game. Gathering? Yeah, yeah. The is there much, is there, there's more Gathered? Uh, yeah, there's more gathered, more gathered. A lot more cards, uh, a lot of fun. You know, if you ever enjoyed that that uh, the cards, the card game, you'll enjoy enjoy this. What if you didn't um, enjoy the card game? Then you know, you might not enjoy this. I'm not going to say you won't enjoy it, but you might want to reconsider going into it. Understood. Yeah, yeah. Maybe borrow it off a friend. Yep. Try before you buy. Yeah, buy buy before you try. That's what I say. Okay. And finally on the list, uh, that I can remember at least, uh, played through the Catherine demo. That's on the PSN. I believe it's on the XBLA right now, too. Popped up on Tuesday there. Played through it. Really interesting game. Um, I'm not really sure, you know, the... The cutscenes there's fairly heavily. It's like a lot of uh, anime style cutscenes. The voice acting seems to be fairly good, and at least in the demo. Um, and the the gameplay is very interesting. And a lot of uh, date sim, and you know, when you say like a, interesting, is that good or bad? Oh, because it's just the demo. It, it's uh, in the main gameplay is like when you're asleep and you're trying to climb climb the tower by pulling out these boxes and making yourself a path up the tower. While these giant hands are coming up from below and you trying to kill you. I mean, my, and you're hugging a pillow, have it with sheep horns on, and in your underwear climbing this tower. Um, and 
you're trying to get away from get away from the these hands like don't die in your sleep apparently i think i'm not really sure but the story revolves around um your character named vincent um who has his girlfriend named Catherine with a k who is um, they've been to, you've been together for quite some time she's sort of got the hot banker look going on long straight hair glasses um and she's like talking about getting married and that you're not really too sure if you want to get married or you're you're happy where things are right now then you go out to a bar with some friends and they they take off early you you drink you're sitting there drinking then Catherine with a C comes up who is like a blonde bombshell and it's all about the relationship dynamic between you and these two girls and Apparently, your choice, like when you get text messages on your phone, you can choose how you answer, like, you know, five lines, and there's like three choices per line. And that affects your relationship with yourself and the other characters. At least this is what I've been able to pull from the demo so far. And those choices that you make by how you respond to them and, and the like will affect the outcome of the game in, in the full, full end there. Definitely seems interesting. Um, and, you know, if you're. Looking for something, if you're on the fence or just curious about it, I definitely suggest uh, downloading the demo and giving it a go. Uh, it's, it's certainly perked my interest. All right. Uh, anything else? Mm, other than Spider Solitaire, no. Okay, then. Uh, myself, I played the usual Black Ops fighting games, and I played uh, L.A. Noir. Uh, there needs to be an option just to beat the shit out of people in that game. Here, <laughs> here. It's like seriously, just beat, just beat the hell of them. It's like what is it, nineteen sixty, nineteen fifty? Yeah, that shit was okay then. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's a little after the war. You've come back from the war. You're a war hero over there. That so, and yeah, and that whole like half the time I didn't know the difference between doubt and lie because I don't really explain it. Because <laughs> you you don't really know what you'd like. Okay, I kind I'm pretty sure he's not telling the truth, but at the same time, so. I'm going to quit lie, but that was wrong. You're supposed to doubt him because it leads down this the branch of dialogue instead, well, or the other way around. Something you obviously missed from there is if you doubt, then they, they say, well, yeah, oh, yeah, well, I, want to, I don't think you have this hint of evidence uh, to That's the thing, though. I don't, I don't want to have to go through that every single time. It breaks the flow of the game. Well, yeah, yeah, a lot of time you, I was able to pick it up. I mean, you can always back out of the lie. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, all the time, like, whenever I did lies, like, oh, yeah. Well, and towards the end, it's like, okay, I'm just going to go lie and see what he says. <laughs> yeah. Which breaks kind of the whole mood of the game, because you really don't know the difference between lie and doubt. They should, these whole one-word conversation things that, like, Mass Effect and this game do, they need to fix that. Yeah. I, I found my, well, the problem that I found with uh, L.A. North was that I'm being the, the, the perfectionist that I am, that any time that, you know, I would, you know, guess on, I had to, I came to something and I thought I had it and it turned out that I was wrong, I'd end up, you know, going, ah, oh, screw this, and resetting the game and loading my, loading just before the, con- the, the interrogation. Yeah, like, there's also, like, I could have time to tell the difference between truth and doubt, even. Yeah. Because, like, okay, he's obviously telling the truth. Yeah, but if I go truth, apparently he would have told me more if I said doubt. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. I found that to be um, an issue as well. It was, um, 
unclear at the best of times. Yeah. Who is that? That's not here. It's not me. Errol, mute your microphone. Uh, I mean, I can... <laughs> cool, I mean, if you <laughs> That's all. Just listen to Errol's conversation. Apparently, he's getting some end of a stick. Yes. Um, <laughs> Something about bandwidth being eaten up. Down yeah, because my no, my niece wants to watch a movie on Netflix, and so my brother's like, um, "Yeah, just letting you know, you know." All right. Because I may, I may start talking like a Cylon at one point. Okay. That's assuming you already didn't talk like a Cylon. Yes, that is, and that is a pretty dangerous assumption, actually. But yeah, so this whole one-word conversation thing and not being clear where you're actually leading the conversation is kind of, kind of annoying. Overall, it's a pretty good game, though. I think I finished yeah. it in like three or four sittings. Yeah, long found, sittings. How are you for the DLC? Are you wanting more? I haven't gone through any of it yet. Mm-hmm. I like how they incorporate it, like with the DLC. If you uh, download it and just start playing, they just load the the uh, DLC mission straight into the story. Okay. They ju- it it seamlessly flows right in through them. Oh. So you, you don't even notice that the like it's like you don't even realize out. what's DLC and what's not. Exactly. It does, you know unless you n- recognize the title of the case when you like from when you downloaded it, it just loads it straight in as like okay, you know next case up instead of you know next case in the normal game, we're gonna we put the DLC in here because it's like a traffic case or a vice case, so that goes right into that one and then it's really smoothly done. I was really quite impressed by that. Yeah, like eventually I'll pick that up. I'll just pick up that Rockstar Pass is like ten bucks or whatever, and just get all three of them. But yeah. Uh, yeah, overall, pretty good game. Pretty much all I want is a better dialogue system where it's not just one word. So that you kind of know where I'm going with the whole conversation and the ability to beat the shit out of people. Yeah. Well, please, brutality. <laughs> should be truth. Should be true, lie, doubt, and brutality. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, you want to go striker on them? Yes. Yes. Well, yeah, or like, was what was it? The, uh, the, the Control-Alt-Delete comic after it first came out? <laughs> Where, you know, first thing, he shows him he's walking into a room, double revolvers, and you start shooting everyone. Oh, yeah. Or he's driving down the street, running people over, or then there's the corpse. He starts, like, doing horrid, horrid things to that corpse. And then the last, the last uh, pain is Ethan talking to um, oh, whatever the other, his roommate's name. And he's like, what? It's a Rockstar game. That's how it's supposed to be played. And also, uh, unless you're like Ian that just wants to get trophies, I didn't find any point of actually driving to my destinations. Uh, you, you know what's yeah, a lot of fun? Uh, driving to the destinations. Going for the one trophy causing the $47,000 worth of damage. You have to cause a shit ton of damage. And as I've mentioned in the previous, uh, in the previous um, games, or in previous podcasts, I should say, it's a lot of fun listening to your... Your partner bit you out. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, like I, I looked at the trophies. Like, yeah, I caused that much damage. Like, yeah, I really don't want to spend any time doing that. I just want to play the game, get the actual experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, just for some fun, I would say, you know, not even trying for the trophy. Just you know, go out with in the car and just drive around with uh, your, you know, just driving like crazy and listen to what your partner says to you. It's a lot of fun. All right, if I get bored someday, I'll try that. 
Uh, that's pretty much all I've been playing. Um, horrible bosses. What do you guys think of horrible bosses? That was hilarious. Love that. Yeah, I, I, I was pleas- I was ple- I was pleasantly surprised. I did not go in and expecting greatness, but I thoroughly enjoyed myself in that movie, and you know rekindled my uh, you know my admiration for Jennifer Aniston's body of work. <laughs> yes, I found it very easy to masturbate too. <laughs> <laughs> that's not saying a lot. <laughs> no, but that's not really saying a lot. That's actually saying very little. Yeah, I like how every single time they talk, it's like, yeah, yours doesn't sound that bad, because it really doesn't. What other movies has Charlie Day been in? Uh, going the Distance, and he's also in uh, this TV show called Soy Sunny in Philadelphia. Right, 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 right. That's what I recognize. I think he was also in one more show, but I can't remember what it was. He also does some stuff on Broadway. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's pretty much the same character in every single movie. Kind of retarded. As his character is. I mean, well, yeah. It wasn't as good as I thought it'd be, but it was actually a really good movie. I thought so, too. It was a lot better than I expected it to be. The only part, like, a lot of the good parts are already in the trailer. Uh, really? You thought so? Yeah. Uh, I think it hints Where are you going 60 in a 25 zone? Uh, drag, drag, drag racing. racing in a Prius? Drag racing in a Prius? I, I, I don't wait a lot. Should have came with us, JD. Uh, it was drunk. a real, that was a really really good movie, and a lot better than I I was uh, I was going in thinking you know a lot of uh, a few good laughs and the like, but yeah. it really I found it to be um, you know a lot lot funnier. Yeah, oh, that's, that's, that's what she said. <laughs> Should have came with us, JD. <laughs> Never mind. Uh, that's that's so last week. Yeah, yeah man, you, you missed the boat on the one, JD. What? You you really missed the boat on that one. I don't like Jennifer Aniston. She annoys me. Oh yeah, she does me too. But you it's know, that, in that mo- in that movie with uh, the brown hair, I definitely would say she looks a lot better with uh, dark hair than uh, blonde. So it's kind of like Jennifer Love Hewitt in Heartbreakers. Couldn't say. No, it's not good. Yeah. I didn't like her before, and then I watched that movie, and I was like, whoa, this girl's hot. I wouldn't go so far as to say Jennifer Aniston is hot. I'd just say she's, uh, she's better looking uh, with dark hair than, than, uh, than blonde. You don't know what color her hair was. Yeah, I know what color her hair was. I'm just busy. Oh. Doing- <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. What's up? I'm going to look up to see what it, what she looks like. Okay. Uh, and we'll see any other movies? Uh, uh, no, I'd have no. to say not. All right. How about yourself uh-huh. there, Steve? Any uh, uh, bad movies you've seen? No, not this week. <laughs> not, that right. I, not that I remember, at least. Let me check. Yeah, I don't think I've watched anything really uh, bad this week. Unfortunately, uh, Sci-Fi and Asylum didn't really release anything, so or at least not on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, Damn. yeah, no, no bad movies this week for me. Uh, no, no, Octo Shark and Croco Monster, or no, no, not not this week. No, no, no. 
Okay, so let's move on to uh, new releases of next week, which would be the week of twenty, you know, of the eighteenth. So Captain Monday America. Eighteenth. Yep, Captain America comes out for everything. Uh, Call of Juarez, Xbox Juarez. Juarez for Xbox three hundred and sixty and PlayStation three. Uh. Fallout New Vegas, Old World World Blues, that add-on comes up for PlayStation 3, and Xbox 360, uh, some game called Bastion for, Bastion for Xbox 360, and Fast Draw Showdown for PlayStation 3, which is move compatible. Bastion is getting a lot of, uh, a lot of uh, news. I don't have any idea what it's about or what it is, but it's getting a lot of uh, buzz on the... Well, the goal of the game is to construct a safe haven in the wake of the calamity, a cataclysmic event that shattered the world into a series of floating islands. Oh, this game. Do you recognize it? Yeah, I recognize uh, I saw. I watched a preview of it on uh, Giant Bomb. It's yeah, pretty much just like an adventure game. Kind of yeah. old school, stylish. Uh, worth checking out, do you figure? Uh, I don't know how much it is. It's just a DLC game. Yeah, it's probably going to be like, you know, 15, 20, some odd, 100 Microsoft waste of times. Yeah, 1,200 Pac-Mans. Yeah, that, that's a ridiculous amount to ca- charge, I think. I think that's like 15 bucks or something like that. Yeah. Really. Yeah, I might just you know, be considered old school in that regard. But, you know, I look at... Uh, charging that much for a game is just too much. Well, I mean, if you were to do... If you bought um, Dragon Age... Um, crap, what was the expansion to drag the first Dragon Age? Awakening? Yeah, Awakening. If you bought Dragon Age Awakening using, like, Xbox Live points, it was, like, 1,500 points. I didn't buy that game. Which is, like, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, didn't buy it. Mm. I bought it for PS3, the, the disc-based version. Yeah. Didn't think it was worth it. And also coming out next week is a Universal Golf Set for PlayStation Move and Nintendo Wii. You know we need that. Which just looks like a golf stick, a golf uh, club with an attachment on it for your controller. This looks yes. like the stupidest thing in the world. <laughs> Although there's one hot chick using it on the pictures. But anyways, I digress. That's what's coming out next week. Nothing of any interest, really. Uh, top 20 games of last week. Uh, number 20, Call of Duty Black Ops for Xbox 360. How do you like Black Ops Online, JD? Uh, it was okay, I suppose. Yeah, don't join my games. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that? Why? <laughs> yeah, because there are people that have been playing longer, and you get bodied if you haven't been playing for a while. <laughs> and sure, 5 to like 15 scores. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, there's been a couple of times where I was right underneath you somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Uh, number nineteen, Lips Party Classic Software, English French for Xbox 360. You can have Lips and Party. Uh, number eighteen, Composite AV Video Cable for Sony PlayStation 3 and PS2. How is that even on there? That's not. That's not a. Uh, not a. It's an accessory. Game. It's an not accessory. a game, though. It's an accessory, but it's not a game. I. You know that. No. You you can email Amazon him with that. I will. Uh, number seventeen, Grand Turismo five. Price drop to forty six ninety nine. Number sixteen, NCAA football. Forty six ninety 
for the PS3. Number 15, Black Ops for the PS3. Number 14, Six Foot Grey AV Constant and Super Video came for Microsoft Xbox 360. <laughs> God. Uh, number 13, Little Big Planet 2. Number 12, God of War 3. Number 11, Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. Uh, number 10, Dan Central for the Kinect. Number 9, PS3 DualShock Controller, Jungle Green on sale for 40 bucks. Number 8, Zumba Fitness for the Wii. Number 7, Mass Effect 3, Collector's Edition, Xbox 360. Uh, number 6, Portal 2, PlayStation 3. Number 5, Pre-order for Ico slash Shadow of the Colossus Collection. Comes out September 27th. Number 4, Dark Souls Collector's Edition. Number 3, Borderlands Game of the Year for the Xbox 360. Number 2, Catherine. And what are your guesses for number 1? Uh, infamous 2. Zumba Catherine. Fitness. You already said that. Yeah, that was number 8. Oh, I wasn't paying attention. Well, why didn't you pay attention to this? All right. I don't know. Because uh, it's Amazon, and Amazon is never right. What? Did we say Modern Warfare 3? No one said Modern Warfare 3 yet. Then I, so I'm saying it right now. No, it's Catherine Love is Over Deluxe Edition. Or the PlayStation 3. Ah, crap. I'll <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move on to the news. Final Fantasy 3DS Rhythm Game. Theaterism revealed. So apparently they're making a 3DS game where it's Final Fantasy and it's a rhythm game. That's not okay. Can you say uh, Cash Wars? So apparently you're like tapping on the screen to do battle in a rhythm. I, I'm assuming it's just a regular Final Fantasy game except with a stupider combat system. Yeah. And one of the screenshots looks like uh, it's a scan of a magazine. looks like Cloud is in it. Oh, no. Yeah, they're all chibi versions of all the characters you know and love from the Final Fantasy. Yeah, so sells six billion copies probably. It's like, oh my god, Cloud is in it. Well, it apparently fights Sephiroth. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, there's uh, characters from all from Final Fantasies one through twelve or one through thirteen. So I don't know what they're doing for eleven. Oh, Titus is in it. I love him. What's her face? Uh, Shantoto. The um. The little midget. Short person. Dwarf. I believe they prefer to be called dwarves. But she's not a dwarf, though. She's like... A little person. A little person. <laughs> dwarf is like, you know, got the beard and a big battle axe and being like... Oh, this no, okay, we're thinking different dwarves. I'm thinking the politically Obviously. correct version. I'm thinking politically correct version of midget. Little person. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sony confirms PSN Pass program required for Resistance 3 online modes. So PSN is going to the shitter. There are going to be a lot of more of those games apparently that require you to enter a code to play online. Kind that of seems, like, yeah. That seems to be uh, the, the, like, the big thing these days. Because, uh, the, you know, yeah, trying you to play. cut down the gray market of games pretty much. Yeah, Ubisoft is doing that now too. Uh, upcoming games will require a $10 passport to play online as well. Yeah. Well, but it'll come with the game if you buy it new. Well, yeah, it comes with the game if you buy it new. Yeah. Then if you buy it used, you'll save $5 and spend another $10. What, what are your thoughts on this? I think it's just stupid. Yeah? I'm yeah. indifferent. Like, Because yeah, I, I don't I really play games too. online anyways. The only games that I play online are the ones that are solely online to play. Like, I understand the whole Sony thing. It's like they're trying to protect their business. But at the same time, it's like, come on. <laughs> I, I I don't like having to enter these codes either. 
Yeah, entering the codes, it's kind of ridiculous. What I could see Sony doing, because uh, the PlayStation Pass thing is uh, a Sony first party, I wouldn't be surprised if they start like uh, as an added bonus to PSN members. They say, okay, well, you know, you're a PSN Plus member. You don't have to worry about this online code bullshit. No, they're not going to do that. No, they probably yeah, won't. I mean, they might. It, they might. It, the chances are like, you know, uh, 30 to 1, with 1 being 7 and 8 being 2. Uh, but, you know, there's the possibility of it. Yeah, it's possible. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's making our whole gameplay experience going to the shitter. Is it though? Well, speak for yourself. Yes. It isn't going to affect me because, like I said, the only games I play online are the ones that are specifically online, and most of them are for PC. So, well, the thing is, it's, it's, it's adding more hassle than really people are used to. Console gaming is supposed to be easy. Put in a disc, you hit start, and it goes. Now you have to enter a code, and if you don't have the code, then you have to go buy a code. That's yeah, only I, if you want to play online. And, I do agree with that. I mean, I've I've always tossed around the idea of like if I was ever to to own a uh, video game store, I would try and make a deal with the distributor or the publisher saying that, you know, of my used game sales, I will, you know, give back 10% of that to the to the companies. I mean, I think that's where, you know, the whole uh, online game pass is coming from because this is something that has existed, the, the, the undermarket, uh, underside market of the used games for ever since their games existed. So I mean, yeah. I think it's more. Be- this is more because of GameStop. Yeah, than it's, anything. Yeah, it's pretty much the whole game. Like yeah, GameStop, EB Games, Future Shop, and Best Buy now. The yeah, whole because- yeah, the whole resale of used games is what's causing. If those if those companies didn't exist, then this would probably never ever happen. Well, I think too. I mean, it would. It's interesting that this is happening because like, the resale of games is something that is big, big business. And it's because, you know, you go into an EB or that you try and buy the game new, the representative is going to turn around and say, hey, well, you know, you can get a used copy for $5 left. Now, you know, I'm I'm totally for that, you know, buying the used copy because, you know. Yeah, because it's cheaper, you'll save a couple bucks, yeah. Exactly, but at the same time, I'm almost I'm all all for uh, supporting the developers of the games as well. So I mean, the the online pass. I mean, I think it's a, it's a positive thing, but also negative at the same time. I mean, it gives more money to the developers, you know, because when their their games sell, they're actually getting a cut of it, which yeah. I think is a great a good thing because you know like. Games like Black Ops, for example, um, you know, if they were all the games were game just being paid, bought, used, we probably wouldn't see as many iterations as possible. Uh, that'd probably be a good thing, but um. <laughs> well, it's not. It's not even that when we buy games, the developers get a cut because they already got their cut when the store buys it from the from the warehouse or whatever or the distributor. Yeah, yeah. but I it's mean, fact yeah, that it, they want to pull in a couple more bucks from people that are buying used instead of new because they. Want to get well, it for cheaper, right? At that same time, though, but I mean, you know, if someone is buying, if someone is buying used uh, instead of brand new, that is one less title that uh, that that company that is uh, buying the game from the distributor is going to order. Yeah, because you know, if they can, if they can say, okay, I have twenty people or fifteen people that want the game, I'll buy ten copies, and I know at least five of those people are going to turn around and sell the game back into me, and then that will satisfy those other five. That's five copies, uh, five sales that uh, the de- 
the developer has lost out on, whereas the retailer ha- now has just made, you know, hand over fist, uh, full profit on those extra five copies. Yeah. I mean, what I would, what I think I would like to see, uh, probably won't never happen, but what I would like to see happen is that uh, developers say, okay, you want to do our games used, then what you do is you. Um, you reduce you either a reduce the price of the used games, uh, you know, making the the used game market less lucrative for the for the uh, resell- retailers. Retailers, exactly. Which I kind of think is what's going to happen with this online pass with selected games that have that online feature. Or uh, they you know they do a, a thing where you know every used game you give us a kickback to it. And that way we can we're still getting money, and then you know that will cause that in turn would then prompt the used retailers to say you know to possibly lower the prices of used games, or yeah. maybe get uh you know if it was a a very symbiotic situation relationship, you know the retailer gives a discount gives a portion of their used game sales back to the distributor, distributor in turn gives the retailer a discount on buying new games. And therefore, you know, everybody wins. In a perfect, yeah, like in, a, in an ideal world, yeah. Yeah, but obviously that's not going to happen because of, you know, greed rather than sense rules uh, the economic, the free hand, invisible hand of, of John Marston. Indeed, indeed. Uh, next PSN hardware, PS3 hardware required HDMI for Blu-ray playback. JD, do you care about this for the next PlayStation 3 you're buying? your collection eh. apparently to play blu-rays on the next uh, revision of the ps3 hardware you'll actually need to do hdmi eh. Eh. yeah but really. why would you by, no, why would you connect like, but why would you not use hdmi well that's exactly the point like i well, mean component yeah, does 1080p, oh, component does it uh, 1080p as well that's what i use actually i have a component cable oh well i don't mind just because i always use hdmi so yeah. Yeah. Uh, this will really affect the uh, sales of the next hardware division. I don't think it will. I don't. I. I. Uh, I, I guess it, a little bit, but I don't think. I, I think most most people are already going towards. Okay, well, let's say people walk into Best Buy when you used to work there. It's kind of like no one would buy component cables. No, no offense or anything, but people would just go straight to the HDMI. They're like, okay, if I'm going to buy like. Um, whatever Blu-ray plus a TV and a, and a Blu-ray player. I want an HDMI cable. I don't want whatever whatever is the next best thing. I want you know the best whatever, and I'll just spend whatever I want. Yeah, well, I see where you come from. That makes from sense. There, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, like the reason why I use components is because I got my cables for five bucks. <laughs> but yeah. Um, well, yeah. I mean, I totally understand that. I mean, I think it's a bit of a down a downer for. Um, if it was in the original iteration of the hardware, but I think now that we're rolling into about the fifth year on the life cycle, it makes perfect sense. I don't know about perfect sense. Well, like the only reason why they're doing it is the whole uh, AACS DRM scheme that prevents it's pretty much the whole security of Blu ray uh, media. Yeah. So you can't really copy it easily. Um, but yeah. I, well, the, re- the reason why I think it makes sense is because they're looking to uh, reduce the costs that they're incurring, uh, and this is one definite way of doing that: is removing something like that, and also complying. Oh, to absolutely! 
in complying to that. Now, the reason why I think it's not a, as big of a deal right now is because it's in the fifth year of the cycle. Now, if it was in the first year and well, people... Well, there's still, there's still at least five years left in the cycle, though. Well, that's yeah, that's what they're saying. I mean, if you believe reports that are coming out of Foxconn, mind you know, there's as we mentioned last podcast, I think it was there's you know rumors that the next PS4 uh, PS4 is in development for next year, which is you know take it what you want there, but I, uh, it'd be I'd be quite surprised. I mean, in theory, it could happen, like the PS4 coming out next year um, because. <clears throat> Because the the PS2, for example, had I think it was like a fifteen year life cycle, and still technically still going right now. Yeah, uh, and we're on year fifteen, I think, right about now, fifteen or sixteen, and that you know that was uh, expected to have a ten year life cycle or such like that. So it, you know, when the got around f- year five or six, that's when the PS3 came out, and the PS2 still going strong. But you know, in theory, it could happen. I don't think it will, but. Um, Right now, I think component cable is also is almost going the way of the S video, for example. Yeah, I mean it's not something that. Well, it's it's really analog, existing. right? Yeah, it's yeah. analog, and the whole exchange over to digital is this big thing now, right? Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, I'm not too surprised at that because I I don't think you'll find an a, like a, a TV that's been produced in the past few years. That is all, that's going to have a component, but not HDMI. Well, depending on where if you're getting like a CRT, which you could still buy, yeah. But <laughs> any flat panel, yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. And if you're getting a CRT, I mean, chances are, I don't think it can really do like HD video <laughs> justice. I'm not really certain, but well, like, well, now, now with these whole new hardware vision, let's say you have an old CRT, or someone stole your flat screen, and you got yep. to use a CRT now, you can't watch your Blu-rays. Although, I don't know why they'd steal your TV and not your PlayStation, but <laughs> theoretically. Yeah, I mean, even then, they steal your TV, go you claim your insurance money, you got a better TV. Not everyone has insurance, but yeah. Okay, uh, moving on. Uh, Tim, Tim Schafe of Sony says that the PSN outage was a great learning experience. Tim Schafer's not of Sony. I didn't say Schafer, I said Schafe. Oh, okay. Yeah, so apparently he re- dude recently spoke at the Games Beat 2011 conference at the PSN downtime and said Sony is very pleasantly surprised by the experience, explaining that the customers have all come back and network performance is better than ever, sales are better than ever as well. Uh, I would not like to do it again. One time was enough. A great learning experience. Apparently the downage cost them $171 million. That is pretty severe, to say the least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, I can definitely see where he's coming from. I mean, they did have a lot of problems with their network, especially compared to like Xbox's network, for example. Yeah. Um, with Sony offering that, I mean, that's uh, also considering this is also actually their first generation online network. Xbox 360, yeah. the original Xbox, had an online network on it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So I mean, yeah, slightly yeah. different, slightly but different, you know, yeah. yeah, they had the basis there though. They had they were able to work out the iterations that like five for five years before Sony even got into the game essentially. Yeah, yeah. which is actually rolling it back for a second um, with the online pass like the that Activision is doing and uh, EA with the, most of their sports titles and uh, Ubisoft with the UPlay and all that. 
how do you feel about that when it comes to the Xbox? Because they are already playing, paying $60, $70 a month to, for, to play your games online. Now you're going to have to pay an additional $10 to a other... Year. To, year. Yeah, Everybody. sorry, a year. Um, to, now you're going to have to pay an additional $10 to play an individual game, which you're already paying for to get access to the online system. Well, it's more like you you pay you pay your sixty dollars a year to play online, and when you buy your games new, you get the passport, like the UPlay passport or whatever. Yeah, it's yeah, it's just the people that are buying used. Once again, the whole the company's just trying to protect their investment or protect their business, right? Well, I I totally see. You know, I understand it again on the yeah. the PlayStation because like you know, on, you, on a on a consumer side overall, consumers we're we're getting the short end of the stick. Yeah. Well, I think you know, on the Xbox, I, you know, the reason why I'm bringing this up is that you know the Xbox, um, you pay the sixty dollars a year to get in on a game. Now, you ha- let's say like for my myself, I'm becoming a parent. I have let's say I have two children. I get the Black Ops, um, and I register the online pass for one of them on the Xbox. It's tied to that particular gamer tag. You. Uh, other son comes and wants to play on his gamer tag and earn achievements and play with his friends. He has to buy another uh, online pass, not to mention another online subscription. Yeah, Whereas, like the but, next, like the next generation of systems, they have to do something about this whole subscription thing. Like overall, yeah. the quality of Xbox Live is better than PSN, but yeah, yeah. coming but, uh, PlayStation's catching up really quickly. Guarantee yeah, their next generation is going to be pretty much just like Xbox Live. Well, they're planning, actually, the PlayStation, uh, Sony is planning a major overhaul on uh, the PSN, at least the 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 uh, look and the layout of the store and everything like that uh, coming up this fall. Yeah. So, Interesting. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they're going to make it a lot easier to find stuff in the store, uh, changing to something that's similar to the uh, design and layout of the Xbox like with the Blades. Oh, the blades are terrible. I hate the blades. Uh, I do too. I I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, there was been a recent uh, like even this week, uh, the store layout has changed a bit. Like I, the, the PlayStation store right now is perfectly fine to me. If you ask me, yeah. The one yeah. thing that I don't it's, it's, it's easy really, to find stuff. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I really don't like about the Xbox Live layout is when you're if you're doing it from within a game. And you say, you know, like, see what downloads are available. It doesn't have, like, icons or anything to tell you what type of download it is. You have to, like, base it off of, like, Xbox Live points to see if you're going to be downloading a video. Oh, okay, okay. A set of pictures or, you know, some DLC. Whereas with, um, you know, with the PSN, it's just, it says, okay, this is uh, an add-on or a theme or a video. Or a wallpaper. Yeah, like the PlayStation Store is leaps and bounds better, easier to navigate than Xbox Live marketplaces. Yeah. Yeah, and like I say, they, they, I'm not sure if you guys have been in the store recently, but they've actually changed the layout a bit right now. Uh, it makes it a bit easier to find uh, things like, you know, um, like, like uh, free games, for example, or free demos or that. It has like a section like what's new, and then you can actually break it down to like, you know, sales, like, this is 20% off, this is 30% off, this is what's free, this is what's, you know, hot. So they've broken it up a little bit with uh, making it a bit easier to find stuff in that regard, too. Okay. Yeah, I haven't actually been on at all this week, PSN, I don't think. Yeah, it, like I say, it's just this week that it, the, the changes occurred. All right. But I agree with them. They're, you know, it's so far so good on that. Yeah, like, the only thing, personally, that PS or PlayStation needs to work on for their network is the network speed. Like yeah. whenever, whenever I play games online on 
like I for let's say Marvel's Capcom 3 for example I have for both systems Xbox 360 is the matchmaking is way faster and the menu going through the menus is way faster as well which is why I barely ever play it for PlayStation that's all they really need to fix they need to get a faster network mm-hmm. yeah no if the, you know, PlayStation could do that I think it would um, definitely take off like, if they fix the network issues it would take like, off well like, they, but whether or not yeah whether or not that's uh, the limitations of like the servers they're using or the way that their system is built. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, yeah. I mean, if they can fix that though, like you, just the fact that it's uh, free to play compared to the the extra cost on the Xbox is a major a major plus in and the way for Sony. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, prob- most likely the reason why Xbox Live has that you know that better connectivity and just a better float everything is because they get that extra income that they probably turn around and put 100% of their profit back into system upgrades and everything to make sure that everything runs smoothly. Yeah. So. So it's a bit of a trade-off, unfortunately. Like, they're going to have to step up their game, though, because PlayStation does offer a good service for free. It's just, it's just slower. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah, I definitely think that you know if they can they can bring their A game on the next uh, next round, they could definitely shift a lot of players from the Xbox to the PlayStation. All right, uh, moving on. Next one here. Unfortunately, if you have the Army of Two demo for the Xbox 360, you won't be able to play it online anymore. As of August 11th, like the original Army of Two. Yes, the demo. The, the, for the first Army of Two? Yes. <laughs> Damn it! As well as NASCAR 09 for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. You'll be losing online connectivity for that, too. And that awesome game, Skate. So apparently... E- <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently uh, EA is turning off a lot of servers. Army of Two, the original game. Army of Two, the demo, the original game. Uh, Battlefield 2142 demo. <laughs> That came out almost five years ago. And I don't yeah. Think people barely played it then, even. Uh, Battlefield 2 Modern Combat. Uh, Medal of Honor, Airborne. Yeah, so a bunch of really, really old games. Apparently, they're turning off the uh, servers for. And starting okay. October 1st, Madden NFL 10 for PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 will be turned off as well. You, really? Yeah. Madden 10? Yeah. It's only a year old. Well, that's not surprising. I mean, you know, every, as soon as Madden, the next Madden game comes out, everybody gets stops playing the previous one and moves over. Yeah, you're right. And now they're just saying, oh, that, by the that, way, that one would be two game. years old. That one would be two years old. I guess, yeah, because yeah, it yeah. comes out in fall of 2009. Yeah. Same thing right. with NHL 10 as well. Yeah. So they're really pushing for the uh, for your roster updates now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I haven't had a chance to read over this article here, Ian. This whole thing about Sony and Xbox. Oh, uh, yeah. It's apparently uh, just recently, this has happened in the past few days, Microsoft apparently has registered um, the domain uh, Microsoft Sony.com. This is sparking rumors that uh, Microsoft and Sony are teaming up for their, the next console. <laughs> or they may be merging. Highly doubt. Yeah, yeah, highly doubt that. But I mean, yeah, it wouldn't be. Yeah, it could signal a strong collaboration between the two. I mean, the- and and better yet, it means that if they, the next system is a is a Microsoft Sony collaboration, then I won't have to worry about what system I'm going to get this game on. 
Well, now you'll have the Wii U as well. Do, do you want? It, <laughs> do you want to really go into that, Paul? Saying again? Well, I think we've yeah, gone into you, that you, quite you, in depth. You, you really like? There's beating a dead horse, and then there's this. Hey, I I want to turn that horse into glue and use it on you know my my son's macaroni and glitter paint page paintings, so I can hang it on the wall and admire it and say I killed that horse. Yeah, glitter? No thanks. Like what? What? What is the what is the, uh, well, the old stripper adage? Glitter is like herpes; it gets everywhere, and once you have it, you can't get rid of it. Yeah, I don't know that one. I'm pretty sure you just made that up. Yeah. No, uh, actually, nobody, it, was, it was. Nobody says that. That's not a uh, thing. Actually, yes, a guy that I work with, he goes to Vegas like once or twice a year, and he frequents many of the uh, strip clubs uh, in Vegas. And a stripper in Vegas told him that it's like who, literally. Who like, is this guy? Who is this guy? Tyler. Tyler. Tyler, Tyler Durden. No, the other Tyler. Tyler Durden. No, not Tyler Durden. <laughs> Hill, Tyler Hill. Tyler Hill doesn't go to Vegas. Yes, he does. He goes to no, Vegas like every year. Dude, I'm he calling sits shenanigans. He, he literally sits shenanigans. Me. He he sits on the other side of like the the cubicle wall from me. Shenanigans. He goes to Vegas. Him and Brandon go to Vegas. Yeah, I'm sure Brandon could make it in Vegas. Well, he goes to Vegas. I'm, I'm sure not sure if he makes it in Vegas, but he goes there. Shenanigans. Moving on. Okay, so they, they so they registered the domain names Microsoft Sony dot com pretty much. Yeah, yeah. There's um, that's where it's pointing to. I mean, it's a lot of speculation right now. I mean, so well, it, who's to say that's even for video games? Exactly. I mean, exactly. As, uh, the article points out. I mean, Sony does run Microsoft's um, Windows on their computers. Yeah, it's preloaded. So I mean, it, if it, it was like some sort of collaboration between the two, I mean. Um, maybe Bill Gates wants to try his hand at directing, and it's Sony Pictures. Maybe uh, what? Maybe what they're planning on doing? If it was is, like Microsoft Sony Entertainment of America or whatever, Skia or whatever they call it, Sony Computer Entertainment. I, yeah, yeah. I mean, what I think would be the all, like the 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 best in my mind would be the picture perfect thing is that the Microsoft and Sony still have their individual consoles, but the Microsoft Sony. Um, collaboration. Sony is letting Microsoft have use of um, the Blu-ray technology at, you know, maybe at a lesser premium or such like that. And Microsoft is in turn letting Sony have access to the networks. And what this could then create is um, a cross-platform play between the consoles. That would be nice. That would be nice. I think that's kind of it's po- op- yeah, it's, optimistic. Yeah, it's probably more of a pipe dream than anything. But uh, it'd be an interesting, you know, experiment in that regard. Yes, yes, it would be. Uh, moving on, next topic. Uh, I actually don't have it. Oh. This is less gaming, more technology-based. Indiana dumps cursor for keyboarding skills. So apparently, the state of Indiana. Uh, their education is no longer teaching cursive, as in handwriting. They're teaching keyboarding skills instead. Awesome. Go Indiana. Go Indiana. Yeah. Home state of Michael Jackson. Yeah. How do you feel about that as an upcoming father? I think it's good. I mean, uh, myself, you know, cursive, I hate it. I thought it was absolutely a waste of my time. You know. Useless. Pathetic. Yeah. And, you know, not, we, we're not, no longer uh, in Victorian England. 
I mean, it's like learning another friggin' language, for Christ's sake. It's the same language, it's different characters. <laughs> yeah, exactly, another friggin' language. <laughs> and trying to discern someone else's writing, I mean, other people's printing is bad enough. I mean, it basically, Curse have just evolved out of people being lazy. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, I mean, not wanting to pick yeah. up the pen. Exactly. Yeah. That's I do not all, want to take all... this pen off of paper. No, it probably came from the royal family. You know, the royals were like, "I'm too bloody lazy to lift up this." You know, I'm half asleep. You, you... I'm just going to write this script, and then somebody said, "Oh, it must be a royal decree. This is the new new writing style." Blah, you you blah, honestly blah, blah, blah. think? You honestly think that the royals would have actually written for themselves? No, they would have dictated. Yeah, that's what you to think. Describe. You know. Scribes were. They have scribes. Well, yeah, but you know, scribes had to be taught from somewhere. And you think the royals would have taught their scribes? No. (laughs) Hey, you think it's wrong, but you can trust me. I'm a doctor. No, I really can't trust you, Ian. I can't trust you anymore. (laughs) He wants to play doctor if you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, baby. But first, uh, Eve is my first patient. (laughs) That's um, a little more than slightly creepy. Yes. Right up your alley. Yeah. If you get my meaning. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, no, Ian. You, um. You're starting to worry me. Well, you know, it's about time. I mean, I. I think, I think you're, uh. I think, you know, his age is starting to get to him, boys. I think we may have to consider, uh, putting Ian in a home. <laughs> I'd be down with that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't mind it. Awesome. <laughs> Jello all the time. Yeah, no, I'm talking about a different kind of home. Well, do elaborate. So, the Gears of War 3 code apparently has leaked to the internet. Yeah, this happened uh, a couple weeks ago. Apparently, the Gears of War, it was, it's apparently not the final build. But yeah, uh, and I don't think it's even gone gold master, so don't really have to worry too much about it. It's still quite interesting to, that uh, you know these. Like, this happened with Halo Reach as well, and uh, like Deus Ex, uh, the Human Revolution, a bunch of uh, early levels got leaked. But uh, it's quite surprising that you know something like that, that big of a game, would get leaked so early. Yeah, well, that comes out in October. Yeah, so it's about three three months early. Yeah, which is still a bit of a surprise to say yeah. the least. Um, but uh, yeah, I think you know that, that's some. You know, they, they, in the article, they claim that it's nothing of the nothing like what's going to be in the final build. I mean, they could be saying that it could be true, but at the same time, they could be just saying that to say tell people, no, don't go bother downloading it because it's nothing like what you're going to see. Yeah, that's that's more likely. I mean, obviously, we'll never hear anything of this further on unless they find the people and you know, bring it up. But I don't think that uh, any word will be brought up as to whether or not it is like they're comparable yeah yeah uh any more news we got here yes one uh, other uh thing here uh ea has uh bought pop cap uh yes pop cap games uh pretty big and pop cap made uh bejeweled. zombies bejeweled uh, bejeweled yep. pagel so they bought something to print money yeah pretty much <laughs> okay so uh-huh. the EA has now another license to print money. Yep. Yep. Yeah. The fact that they have like you know the the NHL and the E and the NFL franchise and everything is not enough. No, they don't, they, they don't have the NHL. They have the NFL. 
The only reason why there's only one NHL game is because the other one sucked. Yeah. Uh, it's true. But yeah, yeah they, EA's got more monies now. Yeah, yeah. More I, problems, though? Do they really have more problems? What I don't do you think? Because so. uh, they definitely have more money. What do you think this means for uh, uh, Pagel and uh, Warcraft? It's not going to mean anything for Pagel and Warcraft, I don't think. Because yeah. that, that's all stuff that's already mean out before the, before the purchase. Yeah, but so do you think it will uh, be retracted? No, so, no, Activision paying EA for having Pagel and Warcraft. No, there's there's no way to do that because then it just look bad. Well, yeah, but I mean that's Activision for you. Yeah, like if anything, they'll do an update and it'll have EA logo on it somewhere as well. Yeah, yeah, that's probably true. I I could see uh, Activision er, saying, "Well, no, we don't want it then." Yeah, well, no, yeah. they like the, all those add-ons. They're all third party. They don't need to be okayed. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah, so it's interesting, though. I mean, I don't know what it'll mean for future games, but... Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure the only thing it's really going to mean is, like, when you start your game, it's going to see EA and then PopCap. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's about it. And it's like, okay, we're just going to take your money now. <laughs> true enough, true enough. Any more news? There's no? probably more news yeah. that happened that we're probably missing. Yeah. Have you seen the uh, new Forza trailer there, Errol? No, actually, I haven't. No. Surprisingly enough, I haven't. Do I have actually, to that it? is not surprising. I mean, you actually, didn't you're know right. About it's not. The, surprising. It's not. <laughs> the new Forza until I mentioned it to you. Like, there's a new Forza. <laughs> I am happy to say that it does feature the Mercedes-Benz SLS, which is one of my favorite cars. Nice. Yeah. And the sweet thing is, if you get the uh, if you get the collector's edition. One of the cars that you get as part of the bonus is the Tesla Roadster. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. the 2011 Tesla Roadster. No, seriously, man, I was reading actually in, in one of my last issues of The Economist. They had a thing on uh, on the electric motors and how basically because China is locking down their supplies of uh, rare earths. So now a lot of these companies that are doing um, elect, you know, electric engines and stuff like that, they're going away from the... Uh, uh, from permanent magnets and going back to uh, Tesla's old uh, induction uh, induction engines, and the engine that's in the in the Tesla Roadster is like the size of a watermelon, weighs 115 pounds, and it has like 300 horsepower. That may change because uh, they've actually found a whole bunch of uh, rare earth metals off on the like in the ocean uh, near in international waters. Yeah, well, that's not surprising because it's a misnomer. Rare earths are not actually all that rare. It's just that the Chinese have such a massive supply. Yeah, it's a classification. And the Chinese have such a massive supply that they've drove down the prices so much that the mines that were in the States, like there was a massive mine, the largest mine in the world was in California. Then as soon as the Chinese found their supplies and the prices fell through the roof, the Americans couldn't even, like the mines have been shut down because it's just they don't make a profit. So I mean a lot of the like I said the, a lot of these these um, like the, in the um, BMW for their electric mini or they like have the mini E or something like that they're go they're not going to be utilizing any rare earths because they're not going with the permanent magnet setup they're using the old uh, the old induction engines and like same with Tesla it's because um, man the Tesla Roadster it's it's a Lotus body with uh, basically an electric engine it's uh, it's going to be a sexy beast. 
I will take your I will take your word in that one. Uh, new Spider-Man. You can see pictures of the costume. He looks like an alien. Yeah, it looks kind of weird, and the back is all blue. Yeah, which is kind of weird. Is this we talking movie or game? Movie. Big head, big headed alien. Yeah, it looks kind of weird. I don't know. It looks uh, it looks better than the Sony version. Andrew Garfield is Spider Man. Yeah. Who the hell is Andrew Garfield? The uh, the guy that he he did the comics with the cat that eats lasagna. Right. <laughs> Odie, I love that dog. Why? He was a stupid <laughs> piece of garbage. You just don't like dogs. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, you got you to admit, you know, Odie was you know a, a dumber than your average dog. Oh yeah, straight up. Oh yeah, yeah of course. Uh, he was a dude from uh, the social network. He was a dude's buddy that got kicked out of the company. That's you mean the brown I mean. guy? No. That's right, Errol. Spider-Man's a brown guy. I don't know if you consider Burns. Yeah. He was He's Eduardo Savarin. Yeah. Right, right. I recognize him now from that photo. He looks brownish. He looks I guess in this case, he's, he's you know, I don't know, I guess Latin, which makes him what? Not fully brown, but what? Coppery? That's racist. Yes, yes, it is. <laughs> it's coppery. It's hilarious. Anyway, it's got Emma Stone as Gwen Stacy, so I don't really care about Spider-Man as long as Emma Stone's in it. Yeah, I would do terrible things to Emma Stone. She's the future <laughs> Mrs. Lamb, you know. I thought that I was thought, uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> uh, I'm a polygamist. <laughs> so, so Emma Stone and Trace and Taylor Swift are going to be sister wives? Yes. Yes. Long of Kaylee Cuoco. Who? Uh, you know. Penny no. from Big Bang Theory? Oh, I don't really watch it, so. Oh, she's pretty hot. And Amber Heard, her as well. Although she's a lesbian, apparently. But I digress. All the better. All the better. That just well, that just means that when you're satisfying two of the other sister wives, that you know she can be satisfying the third. Yes, satisfying. <laughs> Never disappointed four women at once. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a challenge. Challenge accepted. <laughs> uh, anyone else got anything else? Mm. Uh, what game should I play? I'll take, this, I'll take a poll on this. I got, uh, got a few different titles that to pop in before I move, move in two weeks here. Uh, Lego Pirates. Uh, well, yeah, Lego Pirates. Uh, Alice the Madness Returns. Uh, Red Faction Armageddon. That's probably uh, terrible. EDF, uh, Insect Armageddon, or Shadows of the Damned. Those are the five that are on my my list to play. Yeah, I don't really care about any of those titles. <laughs> don't play Shadows, because I'm already playing Shadows, so that's annoying. You're playing the same thing. Okay. What about you, Earl? What are you no, just kidding. No, just kidding. Um, well, I mean, from you... I'm thinking, I've, no matter what anyone said, you'd probably pick EDF anyways. Well, no, I, I'm seriously um, wanting to see what, you know, what do you guys want me to play so to bring forward to the next, uh, next uh, podcast. You play whatever you want. I say well, EDF. EDF? Okay, well, yeah. EDF. Errol? Yeah, like I said, EDF. I want to know how it is. What about Cut you? I did uh, buy that one. 
Rudolph sure, EDF. Now you don't give a rat's ass. Yeah, I really don't. Oh, God, you all suck. <laughs> uh, the new Sherlock Holmes trailer. Anyone watched that yet? Yes. A lot of explosions. There is a lot what? of explosions. See that? Yeah, and I'm pretty sure that the guy that plays... Um, the guy that plays Moriarty was he's in uh, Mad Men and he was also in the he was the doctor in uh, the second Resident Evil movie. He was the guy in the wheelchair. I'm pretty Ooh, sure that's the guy. I don't remember the Resident Evil movies. I thought they were pretty much all terrible. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty terrible. They're making another one. Yeah, Why? I know. <laughs> uh, because always uh, Mila because they always because they make oh, money. Yeah. <laughs> Because yeah. Uh, yeah, Mila Djokovic's husband directs him. Is like, yeah, you want more money? Yes, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyone seen Harry Potter yet? No. Nope. Came out today. Yes. No, no. No. Okay, I'm finally seeing seen it. Uh, uh, eventually, I suppose. Yeah, I, I'll see it because I've seen all the other ones except for part one. I mean, I, I'm not hey, really. really yeah, I haven't seen part awesome. one because the the movie before that was a total waste of you know my money and I, I you know if I wasn't such a upstanding citizen I would have gone out and said you know give me back my money this is an entire waste of crap. Oh, I thought you meant like the first movie. But you meant like the last one, part one. Kind of. No. no, no, and the one prior to part one. Where it was like, oh, we're going to build up to something, build up to something, and no, we're not doing anything. Uh, you don't really need to watch them. Well, I guess not the second last one that came out, so. Shrug. The one before part one, you don't really need. I don't think so. Google Plus? Anyone care about Google Plus? I don't care about Google Google in general. Yeah, I've heard about it. They'll talk, but, you know, meh. Still in beta. I, oh, I, you, yeah, you've never been one for the social network things anyway, so... No, I, well, I started out on it, but I mean, it's, it's just gotten, you know, not my bag of tea. I mean, it's just people <laughs> complaining about stuff that I find, more so than anything. It's pretty it's, much just a way to vent out whatever you're thinking about, right? It's for, it's, it's for cyber-stalking. It's like what Twitter is. Yeah. Well, it's both now, actually, because you can follow people and you can friend them. Exactly, and where, you can where, use Twitter, where, Twitter to post where, to Facebook. Where, yeah, where Twitter is just unilateral, you 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 can follow a person, but they don't have to follow you. If Facebook is bilateral, I guess, where you have to accept each other. This is both, so you can just follow people on this, or you can also friend them and add them to circles and stuff like that. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't even know what the whole basis on it is anymore. So I've kind of I, walked away from it. Yeah, it's pretty much it's just Facebook with Twitter attached to it. Mm. It's a big conglomeration of it. It's only in beta, but yeah. Yeah, we, I, yeah. I don't really understand Twitter. You know, Twitter. Why? Who? You know, the people that post on Twitter regularly. I wonder. You know, where the fuck is your life that you have this time to to you know spit out this crap onto Twitter? I do maybe like one one tweet a day. <laughs> Aren't they called a tweet? No, I call them twits. That's good. That's, I like the, that. The only, yeah, I've actually, you know, speaking of Twitter, um, I was listening to the Giant Bombcast um, podcast not too long ago, and uh, they mentioned that in the most recent one at uh, the California Extreme, they were, they, by, you know, they're twittering, twittering about uh, something, 
like they, apparently someone was like hot boxing on the, one of the floors of their hotel, and they you know they made remark of that, and they got you know a reply back from like the a concierge the, the like they basically the hotel management is like someone's trolling the Twitter verse, like doing just searches for like you know the Marriott on you know Fifth and Whiteburn, yeah someone's hot boxing on the fifth floor, and they you know they're trolling for that, and you know using it as like how to give good customer service. So, I mean, the one thing that you know, I've considered. Okay, get a Twitter account and then just complain. Use it to complain about stuff. That's what some people do. And then you know, complain about products and such like that. And see if I get anything for free. That's what some people do. I- Colbert Report had the greatest thing about Twitter was when Homeland Security, they changed their uh, threat level from like the the four colors to just like a three tiered thing and how they're going to send out like Twitter alerts. And he had like a mock. He's like, this is a mock up of the alert. It says, you know, the whole uh, director of Homeland Security has issued a a threat level of whatever uh, for the city of and then it cuts off right there. (laughs) <laughs> and then he's like, "Damn you, 144 characters or whatever the hell the yeah. you know the, the that is." It, he, they worked it out absolutely perfect because they made it sound official, but at the same time be constrained, and so that you know it's like, "Damn, is this my city? Where do I need to be to be safe?" Yeah, yeah, twitting and facebooking and now googling. Just yeah, one more step forward for Google domination. I think it's almost getting a little too extreme in some regard, you know. Um, because if you think about it, you know, like to in order to be up to date with this, you got to be on you know Twitter, you got to be on MySpace, on Facebook. No one's on MySpace Google. anymore. <laughs> Was that what's yeah, going to happen to Twitter now? Or not Twitter, but um, Facebook. Google Plus may may end up being the new Facebook. The problem is that there's so such a large install base on Facebook. A lot of people yeah, it's aren't. aren't established. Yeah. It's established. It's yeah, established. People before aren't going to. Yeah, they're not going to migrate. Before, yeah, before Facebook and MySpace, because I mean, MySpace is still technically around. It's te- it's technically around. Pretty much only bands use it now. Yeah, it's 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 easier for groups to set up. So for like street, you know, like this is my band. This is our MySpace page. Come, you know, watch some of our videos, listen to some of our music, that kind of thing. But uh, before that, like the different social networks were very fractured or localized, like the Grand Nexopia or Friendster. Nexopia was just for stalking people (laughs) (laughs) and 14 year old girls. Yeah. And stalking 14 year old girls. Yeah. Friendster, and I never got into Friendster. I'd never heard of it. Then there was also also, uh, Asian Av. Which is pretty much like J-List, but for Asians. Yay! <laughs> do, do, do you remember Asian Ave, JD? No, I didn't even know what, what the hell it was. You don't know what it means. There's a place for people like me? What? Yeah, it's called Asian Ave, dude, known as AA. But it's pretty much an online community for Asian Americans. Wow. It's, it's, yeah. For Alcoholics Anonymous. It's called AsianAve.com. It, it's there. Nice. I'm going there right now. Or what else? Or there's another one that was like kind of duking it out with Nexopia. It was like Edmonton Online or something like that. Yeah, Edmonton Online. Like EO. I remember yeah. EO. Wow, this place is crazy. <laughs> Edmonton Online still exists. That guy looks like me. <laughs> Wait a minute. Steve, that did you set up. 
Yeah, I don't think Edmonton Online exists anymore. I can't find it. What about Nexopia? That's still on. Yeah, Edmonton Online's gone. Nexopia's still there. But yeah, Google Plus, one more step towards global domination. Yeah, yeah, I wonder if, uh, you know, I'm just a, a grouchy old man in regards to that. Really, you know? like, really, Facebook is more for college students. It seems like Google Plus is going to be end up aimed more for a little bit more professional. Yeah, well, I, there's also yeah. LinkedIn, which is yeah, more LinkedIn of the professional side. Well, LinkedIn is specifically for professionals. Yeah. I, I don't know what Like, it is of, the business uh, social network. I really don't know what to think of uh, Google Plus, I mean... I don't think anything of it. Yeah, at the moment, you really can't think anything of it because it's still in beta and, no, and it's not open to public yet, right? But at yeah. the moment, it's yeah, it's looking like it may end up taking a lot of Facebook's current traffic. Speaking of taking things away from other things, what do you think of uh, HP's latest uh, entrance into the tablet market with uh, the HP tablet? It's, that one is going to be garbage. In terms of uh, support, the next one, if they push out enough like development kits and stuff like that, and give away a lot of a lot of free ones, they can make they can actually have an actual system. Yeah, why do you think that? Because like this is the first entrance. There's no reason why anyone should, will actually go to it unless they actually really push that. Hey, this is a new system that we're going to start giving these away to developers and stuff like that, and actually getting people to use them. If the, if if they don't actually push it enough for people to actually be interested in it. There's there's no way that it's actually going to survive in the in an ecosystem with Android in it and uh, and Apple stuff. Well, I think what what the, OS the big, is it going to be running? It it's uh, web, web OS. OS. It's yeah, using it's the a, Palm stuff, the Palm OS. Yeah. Okay. Which uh, you know, is uh, developed by uh, HP and and the right, like. Right, cuz HP bought Palm for yeah. like billion or Two billion or something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, I think what it's got really going for it right now, which will be interesting, is that uh, it has quick and easy tethering to other uh, items that are running WebOS with a touch of a button. As what well else is as, running WebOS? So yeah, exactly. I, you know, this. Not, I'm not sure if that's going to be something that's more common uh, coming out soon or whatnot. But I think the other big thing is apparently it has uh, Flash support right off the right off the start. Yeah. Well, that's the With, thing. Like, like it does do flash. Apparently, the flash support is is kind of janky, though. Mm. And that's that's pretty much the reason why Apple has no flash support because it doesn't run perfectly. They said, "No, we're not going to allow flash on this thing." Well, yeah, I mean, th- there's a few reasons that I've read that Apple doesn't allow flash on its products. Is one because it, you know there is the the belief that it doesn't run properly, um, but also the, the fact that it's Adobe and they well, don't like Adobe. No, it's more so because of the App Store, because there's all those Flash games that are out there that are free on the web that you can play anywhere and everywhere. Uh, if you have Flash on the iPod or the iPad, uh, immediately your App Store it becomes useless because why would you pay a dollar, two dollars to play the game when you can just go do a quick search onto like you know PopCap Games or something like that and play the play demo games or shit like that for free. I guess, uh, and apparent, and then there's the other argument which uh, that Apple has said, but it doesn't hold any water, is that it uses up too much of the battery life, and that's been proven inconclusive. Well, if they're talking about battery life, there's that one game for Apple that apparently will drain your battery in 40 minutes. That one that was running the Unreal Engine. 
Oh, um, was it the sword one? Yeah, it's like a medieval thing, and apparently yeah, if you my, run I, that... Yeah, my brother has it, yeah. actually. Yeah, it's like, you can't really say it's because of battery, right? Cause yeah. They, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the, yeah, the, like, the, really the one big problem is that Android and Apple uh, iOS, they have such a large presence now, they really need to make sure that people start developing for WebOS, because if they can't get people developing apps and stuff for it, there's no point. They're not going to yeah. survive. Exactly, exactly. I mean, I remember back a while ago, uh, there, Adobe uh, generated, created a web, like a, a development tool that allowed developers to make just code one once for the uh, using this tool, and then it, it would just hit convert button. It would change it from the iOS to the Android to uh, to the web. All so you didn't have to code three different products. Um, Apple, as soon as they they found out that this existed, banned any pro any uh, device any app that was used that was coded with that product. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, they, they immediately you know, Apple it seems has a real hate on for Adobe. Yeah. Well, Apple has a hate on for anyone that is not Apple. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that is true. Yeah. Like seriously, there's like you know like yeah we make these great things and yeah blah 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 but except that it's like they're ba- they're practically using almost what we consider the slave labor in southern China. Steve Jobs is a douchebag, and I hope he dies soon. You can quote me on that. <laughs> And you know, honestly, though, but the thing is, is, is the day that he steps down, or if he dies before he steps down, I don't know. The Apple Apple shares are going to tank, and then I'm going to buy in, and then yeah, then like the next day they'll recover, and then I'll immediately sell, and I uh, won't probably have to not have to work for another day in my life, or at least another day for the next couple of years. I really don't think it's going to. You're going to actually be able to afford to buy enough shares. I mean, you got to remember like, that Apple Steve shares. Jobs. Hey, you, 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 Ian, Ian, it's called leverage. You, I'm going to leverage the shit out of that. Well, you got to have the, 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 the assets to be able to buy the And they do, the but that's why you leverage it. You essentially borrow money to buy stock. <laughs> I mean, you know, right now, right at this point in time, Apple shares, they're trading for $364.92 a share. Yes, and if and Steve you can't Jobs buy was a to- single share at a time, you have to buy them in batches of a thousand. That's why I'm waiting so- for Steve Jobs to just suddenly keel over and die, so that the shares tank down to like a tenth of that. <laughs> well, the, the shares aren't going to tank, though. Like, well, oh, yes, it, they are. They'll, there will be a market shock. Drop, there will be a shock. They'll, they'll drop. They're not going to tank. If, if okay. They, you know, if they drop, they drop maybe ten, maybe twenty at most, twenty percent at the absolute most, and that would have to be like, you know, we just had a massive another earthquake that wiped out all our processing plants, and and Steve Jobs has died, you know. Uh, yeah, like well, unless well, Steve well, Jobs, Apple prototype, it, it caused him to get cancer of the finger, and <laughs> it turned evil, and it gouged his brain out or something. Like, like unless Steve Jobs has like one of those evil devices where his heart stops and all the factories explode. <laughs> like it like in Spawn with with Martin Sheen. Yes, exactly. Like if That's I die, saying. all the nukes go off. Pretty much. It's not gonna happen. I, You're not gonna I, I, I could see Steve Jobs doing that because he's um yeah. I don't like Steve Jobs. We, so yeah. you'd have to somehow really? live for it. Uh, you know, over a quarter of a million dollars in order to buy these shares, in order to make probably maybe twenty thousand dollars when they go back up. 
No, no, no. Spend money to make money. Exactly. Got to spend money to make money. Which the broker would probably take in for the fees of buying and selling. I don't know. No, no. That's that's we do things like e trade, where it's 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 a, a it's a set fee per transact per trade. So if I only do two trade, the buying and then the selling of it all at once, I'm only paying two fees, and that's like a set dollar amount. It's not like a percentage. It's like, it's like Again, we come back to the point, the fact of where you're going to get a quarter of a million dollars to, to do this. No, you're going to have to hey? suck a lot of dick. <laughs> uh, I'm just going to state for the record here, no you cannot give me a handy for $50. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I think. If they get enough people developing apps on it, then yes. If they don't say that this is way better than the iPad and stuff like that and just you know start giving out free ones for developers and stuff like that, the touchpad may end up being something that stays around. Otherwise, it's going to be like the, the playbook. Yeah, the playbook kind of fell flat. Yeah, when they don't even come with a calendar or it doesn't come with an email client out of the box. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, uh, it does offer quite a, the barrier to entry. Yeah, RIM shares tanked like 21%. Yeah, they, they put a lot of, unfortunately, they actually put a lot of promotion into that. They didn't promote it so much. It might it might have gone silent for a little while and they might have been able to recover, but they put a ton of promotion into it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, it was to be uh, posted as like huge. Apparently, Rim is working on some big project that's going to bring them back, though. According to the company, I mean, that, they might just be saying that for their stockholders. But again, even, probably even with their stockholders, just with stockholders, they got it. With stockholder means they actually have to, you know, give some sort of, uh, you know, proof of what they're working on. Yeah. yeah. Well, like well, apparently, this whole thing, most of the websites are given the touchpad, like mediocre it's like okay it's like a 6 out of 10 7 out of 10 mm-hmm. uh, like pretty much everyone's still saying let's go off the iPad but yeah yeah if you yeah. really need a tablet yeah I mean I don't need a tablet but I think it would cut, cut down on my uh, my comic uh, costs like the cost on it's pretty high still too it's like $500 <laughs> for the base model mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so Ian that would you know it would if you're buying it just to cut down on your comic costs you, you're you're gonna be. You'll, it'll take a while. It'll take a lot of comics before that. You know. Yeah, to make up the money. To make well, up the yeah. money cost of. The- yeah, probably about a good two hundred comics. But I mean, I'm buying like four comics, four to five comics a week. Well, okay, you buy four to five comics a week. Save you save a dollar, so five dollars a week. Well, no, I mean, yeah. The thing is, I wouldn't be. You know, I wouldn't. I would not be then buying the comics. I'd be downloading them like through torrent sites, and that would be pirating them all. Oh, oh! I'd be, I'd be part of the downfall of society. Well, I can just use Fucking a laptop asshole. for that. You have a laptop. Well, I have a laptop for that, but you know the problem is I can't take it on the go with me. I mean, the, and this is you know this is becoming more and more of an issue for me because when I move my trans my um, transport time is going from a twenty minute walk to about an hour long bus ride. <laughs> you know, you do have a vehicle, right? Oh yeah, yeah, but you you know how much you know for firsthand how much it costs to bloody well park downtown. Nope, I work at Staples. I steal parking. Okay, well, <laughs> yeah, for those for those that don't know, um, parking downtown uh, is approximately about twenty to thirty dollars a day. Well, no, not necessarily. No, it depends on where you park. If you're parking in the underground, yeah, it's going to cost you twenty to thirty bucks, especially because you work late. 
Yeah, um, but if, to get into the outdoor parking, it's you know you can park in the the ghetto where your car is going to most likely be vandalized and you come back with no rims, um, and it'll cost you six seven dollars to park the entire day. Uh, however, at the same time, if you want to park close, you're lo- still looking at about ten to fifteen dollars. Now the problem there is because I don't work right in the morning and I work in the, the later in the afternoon. By the time I get there, all that parking is full. So I'm either forced to park underground or park in the ghetto. In ghetto? In ghetto. Yeah. I in don't ghetto. have a choice at all. And then you got gas costs on, costs on top of that and vehicle maintenance costs. and It just goes up from there. Why not just do parking ride? So that's what I'm planning on doing. Like From where, I, where I'm moving to, I have one bus that I can jump and take straight to work. Well, you could probably just drive. You could probably just drive down to like uh, one of the newer uh, bus or the LRT stations, LRT. In uh, being on the west side, there's no, there's no um, spot like, that, that offers guess, that. Yeah, yet. Southgate's the closest. You have to go White Mud all out Southgate. Yeah, exactly. I mean, and then it's or you, you know, could that, go to that, West Dad and then take. I, the I could do that, but then that just it's pretty much the same sort of uh, timeline, you know, that I'm looking at. Probably about half hour to get out there. And on to the train in another 10 to 15 minutes to get back into downtown. And then I'm looking at, okay, well, I just spent uh, 45 minutes, an hour, you know, wasting the gas and everything like that. You don't deal with people in person. Get a bicycle. <laughs> I already have one. Use a bicycle. Yeah, that's too much work. Okay, then. <laughs> no, I'm waiting for, you know, the, like, um, the, west, like what, the trains to come down to West Ed. Yeah, uh, that's going to be a long time, probably. Yeah, I yeah most likely. Way. <laughs> long time. Yeah, okay. at least a few years, at the very least. Anyone else? Plan, but yeah. Anyone else have anything else they want to talk about? Any comics you guys been reading? Unfortunately, no. I am almost done Game of Thrones. <laughs> How is that? Good. It's good. Wh- wh- which book are you on? Game of Thrones. <laughs> okay, so the very first book. Yes. I, I I dislike this whole thing where people think Game of Thrones is a whole series. Well, it's the Song of Fire and Ice. I yeah, know. the Song of Fire and Ice. But yeah, yeah, I'm almost done that. I got like 100 pages left on that. So mm. yeah, I have friends at work that have that are all up to date on it because yeah. the fifth book just came out this week. I just, yeah. I actually just bought that in hardcover because I'm afraid I might not be able to get in hardcover when I get to it. That thing weighs yeah. like 10 pounds. It's awesome. <laughs> yeah, basically the the writer took the the uh, took the uh, his motto is everyone you love and care about will die. <laughs> yeah, apparently everyone dies. <laughs> yeah, apparently in one chat in a single chapter in the third book he kills off eight main characters. Oh, it's kind of like Ultimatum for uh, Marvel in the Ultimate Universe. <laughs> Let's just kill everyone. <laughs> or it's like the ultimate showdown of Ultimate Destiny. Yeah. But yeah, like the new book, it's like a thousand pages, and you've got if you get the hardcover, it's on this super heavy stock paper as well. Yeah, because oh, the fourth nice. and fifth, the fourth and fifth books were actually meant to be one, but then they're like, yeah, this is getting to be too long. Well, the- so they split it in two. Yeah, like literally, this book is like ten pounds. It's awesome. I love it. <laughs> That's different. Yeah, yes. I, I finished reading recently uh, Terry Pratchett's um, Good Omens. Never heard of it. That's you know. Must be a bum. I, yeah, I, I kind of I didn't like it. I didn't like it. Yeah, it's acclaimed by Clive Barker, and on the front it says the apocalypse has never been funnier. Yeah, no. 
<laughs> no. It, it, it has been funnier. It's been way funnier. Clive Obviously, Barker, Clive Barker has like a horrid it, sense of humor. Yeah, uh, it's 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 got some chuckle moments. You know, it was recommended by a friend at work, and he's like, "Yeah, it's so funny, it's great." You know, Jason. I, yeah, exactly. And, and I'm I'm starting to doubt his uh, taste in books because the last book that he he raved about was Ender's Game, and I read that and I was like, "No, oh, this is horrible, absolutely horrible." It it leads up to this thing, and then it's like. Oh, now there's unicorns and giants and such on this alien world that don't. We're not going to bother to explain because this is all revealed in the epilogue. And like you're like looking at, it, it's like what the fuck? This is stupid. So yeah. don't get it. <laughs> no, don't 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 get both. I mean, you know, there's people out there that are raving about Ender's Game as being this you know monolithic type thing that's going to be made. Well, there's there's like that. a trilogy. Ender's it, Game, Ender's Shadow. Yeah. It's awful. I hated it. It was garbage. Same with Good Omens. I mean, it's not even worth the read. I mean, it took me to read through three quarters of the book before it actually uh, took, you know, grabbed hold of me. And that's a 400-page book. So, I mean, it wasn't around until page 150, 200 that I was actually, okay, now, you know, I'm starting to see a bit of interest here. Might as well keep going. The only reason why I kept going is because Jason was raving about it and, so, okay. Yeah, that's what I got to say about that. Anything else? Uh, hey, the Marvel, um, the Marvel's Zombies Supreme series. That's a pass. the The ending, you know, you know, it, it's it started off weak, got good in the middle, and you know, ended then, weak. Yeah, ended weak. So I mean, that you know, I've collected all the Marvel Zombies uh, in hardcover in the past. This is one I'm going to definitely pass on. It was uh, blasé at best. All right. Um, reading Marvel, uh, Marvel Zombies: A Christmas Carol. Um, still enjoying that. Very well done. <laughs> Marvel Zombies: A Christmas Carol. Yep, it's the Ebenezer Scrooge uh, zombies. Uh, uh, Marvel Zombies take on. It. Okay. It's uh, quite decent. It's uh, well adapted. Uh, a good read. Um, let's see. Also read the finished off the Carnage, the five five series uh, thing on Carnage. Um, very graphic, you know, a lot darker than the previous ones. Uh, very good. Uh, leading up to another series, uh, that's for sure. Um, yeah, it gives uh, the birth of another um, like Venom Carnage uh, character called Scorn. Uh, actually, and, uh, this one's a woman. Um, Hell hath no fury like a woman scorned. Exactly. Um, very interesting. Um, good read. I uh, would I would recommend it. Uh, also read through the six part series, infamous uh, comic books that were meant to bridge the time between. Were not I guess not bridge, but uh, were inspired by the first game and uh, lead in at the end of the series to the to second game. game. Exactly. Yep. I mean, it's um, an okay read. It's not, you know, it's nothing spectacular. It's kind of nothing to write home about. Yeah, nothing to write home about. Kind of meh. I mean, if you're interested, you, anyway, you guys can borrow it, you know, or keep it for all I care. I mean, I'm not <laughs> going to read them again. Uh, but you're you're more than welcome to read through it. It's not not a bad read, but nothing spectacular either. Um, 
continuing on with the Fear Itself series. They're up to book four of seven. Uh, still enjoying that. They've killed off Bucky. Um, yeah, but Bucky's a douchebag anyways. Well, he uh, took over for Captain America after, when Steve retired. America. Yep. Fuck yeah. And uh, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> he comes yeah, Bucky well, he comes back. Well, I mean, he, become, he becomes the Winter Soldier. Fuck well, he retired. America. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I was, yeah, read that. Still enjoying that quite a bit. Um, book, books two and books four, they, um, they basically have at the end, you know, to continue on in the story, like, you know, what happens with this character over here, you know, the, like in uh, book four, it's like, you know, to see the X-Men's, uh, the, the fight of uh, the Juggernaut versus the X-Men, go uh, check out Fear Itself, book uh, number two, or Fear Itself, X-Men uh, number two. And Iron Man's uh, deal with Odin in Iron Man number five something or other, but you know he's the Juggernaut. It's pretty decent. I, I definitely uh, would um, recommend it to anyone that's interested in that. It's uh, a good read. Um, but yeah, I think that's about tops it out for what I've been reading lately. I think yeah. All right. Anything else? Anyone rants? Shoutouts. Yeah. I'll take that as a no from Errol. <laughs> uh, th- I think I've ranted and raved enough uh, on okay. this uh, this cast for today. I have uh, one thing I want to talk about. Um, anyone actually had to, probably not, but anyone actually ever have to buy their internet recently? Like set up a plan? You you might need to, Ian, since you're moving. I like set up a plan, how do you mean? Like with Shaw or... Yeah. Like, set up a whole new account or anything like that? I have in the, the past, yeah. How many SKUs were there from Shaw when you did that? Oh, About how many different, like, packages did they have? There was only the one back when I first got it. I mean, that was uh, like a, a number of years back, like the basic one. They have eight now. Oh, for Christ's sake. Yeah, a friend of mine, she doesn't have internet, and she has a job now, so she just wants the internet. And she's like, yep. oh, let's research internet for me. Figure out which one I want. We'll go to Shaw.ca. They have, let me, let me tell you here. Broadband 50, Broadband 100, Broadband 100 Plus, Unlimited 100, Unlimited Light, Extreme, High Speed, and High Speed Light. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah, that's something that I'm going to have to be dealing with right away here because when I move, I'm going to be talking to Shaw and saying, hey, Shaw, what kind of deal can you give me? What kind of retention deal? Right now, they have a deal. Like Right now, I have the cable TV um, extreme internet and home phone and it runs me about $150 a month Yeah. Um, right now they have a deal where you can get the Shaw extreme home phone and TV for 6 months for $100 hmm. um, a month so get, or just yeah, $100 $100 a month Okay. Uh, so I mean and it's only for customers that ha- you know, for people that haven't been customers for the past 30 days so I'm planning on going to their retention center and saying you know what I can get a free Xbox from uh, Telus. What can you give me? Not that I really want an Xbox, but... Another got, one? Yeah, I already got two that I don't play. I don't need a third one. But uh, actually, speaking of Shaw, uh, announced today was uh, Shaw's bringing out a Netflix-style... Uh, yeah, it's, it's going to be like almost twice the cost. Uh, $12. Twelve dollars a month um, for their videos. Yeah, one hundred and fifty percent. So, like right now, Netflix is like eight bucks a month. 
Yeah. Well, no, but yeah. also if you want to include, um, I, th- I was talking about with some guys at work, and if you for like um, for PVR and stuff. And yeah, there's for some things there's going to be like an extra fee, so it will end up being like fifteen, sixteen bucks a month. Uh, no, it's it's at twelve dollars a month uh, for just basic uh, the movies. Yeah. Is it if like you all? Want, you, it's uh, like an all you can eat service. Yeah, it's all you can eat, like just like Netflix. I mean, the but uh, and it will not uh, count towards your internet cap. Hmm. Whereas Netflix obviously is counting towards that. So yeah. Um, if you want HD movies, it's an additional five dollars a month. Yeah, that's where if you want HD, that's where the extra yeah. fee comes in. Yeah, I think it's I think it's interesting. I mean, it's definitely uh, with the CRTC right now. Uh, hearing hearings on billing uh, per use billing, this definitely is creating an unfair uh, market. And that Shaw is saying, okay, we're going to charge more, but we're going to give uh, free free uh, bandwidth use on it. So, you know, it's a direct competition. With uh, Netflix, but offering more, but you know, costing more, but you know, not offering. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is that they're um, they are not going to have the uh, you know the licensing deals that Netflix has. I think they will actually. Yeah, because it, it's like actually, Sean on Demand it, has a lot newer stuff than Netflix does. It actually came available today, uh, as of we speak, um, in Edmonton and Calgary. Yeah. Let's see if I can follow Shaw. That's That's what I'm doing here myself. Um, yeah, so you can find that. But yeah, it's like, it's insane how much, it's how hard it is to shop for internet now, apparently. Because you have all these different plans, they're all at these stupid names, and all with information that regular people have no idea what it actually means. Mm-hmm. Like, how fast is one megabit per second versus 7.5 megabits per second? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, and how often are they actually going to give you all of that, 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 uh, Support like that—that yeah. that speed. Yeah. Well, like that—that's why she asked me to do it. It's like, yeah, I got confused. I need to do research. And so I look at it. It's like, holy shit! I understand why you got confused. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Telus. They only have like four plans where it's like light, high speed, high ultra high speed, like super duper high speed or whatever. But even still, they're they have, they give you less information with their bundles than Shaw does even. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It's like you go into what you get to IP addresses. Okay, what's that even mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, especially since they're running out of IP addresses now. No, they they switched over to uh, version six now. So you're, oh, they already have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, they give you a bunch of shit. It's like, what does this even mean? Which is why, yeah, kind of stupid. Then you know all the bundle price, all that bullshit too. Why do you still have home phoning? <laughs> well, it's uh, building. Just, uh, it's all. It's all because of uh, the the apartment the, building. Exactly, yeah. and and because JD has been living with us because we wanted to make sure that you know if he was here, uh, he'd be able to answer it. Okay, and buzz people in. Exactly. See, that's I, I. I don't have a home phone, but I have uh, in my building. I have a Seinfeld style buzzer. Oh, okay, you know where there's <laughs> or actually, just a button you push to open the door. Exactly, where yeah. there's the talk, listen, and door, and then there's a speaker in my wall. A speaker yeah. slash microphone. Well, like some of the places I know, some of the newer places, you can open the door from your cell phone even. Well, yeah, I mean, it's just from any, you yeah. have to get a phone number. Yeah, you need a phone number. So but you really, have to have, not necessarily a home phone. Well, like, yeah, I don't see a point for both. Instead, except for what you just told me, why you had a home phone as long as well as your cell phones. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's like we're just rolling in money. Let's get all these phones. 
rich people. But okay. All right. <laughs> I mean working well, people? I work. Do you really? I work just not that much. <laughs> so that hard. I don't. There's a difference. Wow. True enough. Wow. Did you find out the uh, title list there for uh, Shaw? Not yet. I'm yeah, still can, trying to yeah, find, find it here. here. But yeah, I'm assuming it's going to be pretty similar to like the Shaw on Demand title list. Maybe a little bit less, but yeah. But like right now, Netflix is there. Yeah, not a whole ton of new titles on there. And whenever they do update stuff, sometimes there's good stuff. A lot of times, it's not so much really. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, like the newest one they did was like Iron Man, the newest Iron Man movie, Iron Man Two, Paranormal Activity Two. Yeah, it's not a whole ton of new stuff in there. Yeah, yeah the Shaw Movie Club is what it's called. Comparable to U.S. Netflix, which apparently is awesome. Canada Netflix kind of sucks. Well, because yeah, they, they have to do different licensing agreements. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's different. Distri- you'll have a different distributor from the United yeah. States to Canada. The can or the, U- the U.S. Netflix being around a lot longer, so yeah, obviously you're gonna have a bit more support for it. Although the one thing about Canadian Netflix that'll give them, they have the entire series of Highlander on there. Yeah. Hey man, here we are, born to be kings. Yeah. Are we? I Princes of the that. universe. I never actually watched Highlander, so. Oh man, that's. And every once in a while, Christopher Lambert would come in and do a cameo. Reprising his role from the movies. I don't know who that is. Christopher Lambert. Okay, yeah, he played Raiden in Mortal Kombat. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> Which oddly enough was on like a couple days ago, and I watched it on Space. What? My brother. First of all, you gotta picture this. My brother walks in wearing socks and tidy whities That's it. Because oh, <laughs> tidy whities I don't know. I don't get it. Okay, yeah. and I was eating and I had smoked salmon with my meal. So he comes and he's like, dude, it smells like sweaty fish in here. I, I don't get it. Yeah, okay. I figured you would. Okay, well, I think uh, that'll wrap her up for the week. <laughs> Sweaty fish. Alright, so if anyone has any shout outs or anything, no? Good? Yeah? No, I think we're good. Okay, so email us at 8.5bit at gmail.com. Follow us on or subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter, which I only used once so far. But yeah. <laughs> so for 8.5bit episode 21, this is Stephen Lamb. JD Biardo. The doctor is out. We're going to go watch some good movies. Yeah, they got all, like, you know, recent movies on the Shaw Movie Club. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Like? So, like, fairly recent. Like, uh, let's see here. The Almighty Thor. Uh, not that recent. Like, Coraline. Um, no, no, see, I'm talking uh, The Almighty Thor. Despicable Me, Burlesque, oh, so uh, Expendables, Get Him to the Greek, The Losers, Clash of Titans, Nine. Uh, oh, so it's a lot more... Lots. A lot more yeah. recent, yeah. Like uh, Faster's on there, MacGruber, The Tourist. Uh, <laughs> MacGruber. Um, uh, I just trans- saw that, actually. Transformers. Okay, so yeah, yeah, it's a bit of a better selection then. Yeah, they have both have Aliens 1 and Aliens 2. Okay. The Alien and Aliens. 
Yeah, but I mean, it's, right now it's currently list, uh, limited to 139 titles, so it's not a whole lot of them. Oh, yeah. But there's and more, just there's a lot to, more. They also have like TV shows and documentaries and stuff like that. No, they got the documentaries in there, but they got a lot of it's uh, like a lot more movies that you'd actually want to watch. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's. Hey, I don't know about you guys. But I want to watch the Almighty Thor. I want to watch that. Watch it then. I think I may do that just well, now. Why haven't you watched it yet? Because I don't have Netflix. Why don't you have Netflix? It's only eight bucks a month. Because have you watched it? Have you watched wait, wait, the story? Wait, 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 wait. Yes, I have. Your niece was just saying that you're going to be watching Netflix. My yes, in the other room. Yeah. So, and how how can you be not having Netflix and then they're watching Netflix? Because I'm at my parents' house right now. You know, you can share wait, that. I thought, Netflix I thought account. you couldn't uh, get internet out at your parents' place. Uh, it, it, the connection has improved. In they must have done industrial. some <laughs> <laughs> you know you guys just share the same Netflix it's like five devices right <laughs> eh <laughs> I have my Netflix activated on like four devices that I use <laughs> so I'm pretty sure your parents probably don't have Netflix on like five devices in their home no they have it on one yeah. but what if we both try to access Netflix at the same time pretty sure it still works yeah <laughs> I don't think it does I my brother was using it once, and I tried to access it, and it shut his down. Oh, well, See? well, that's we'll we'll do some science later then. Okay, <laughs> all in the name of science. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, everyone say bye again. Adios. Bye. Sweaty so fish. yeah, you got a lot of stuff on there, and yeah, I could keep this conversation going all night long, baby. Yeah. <laughs>